This week on the program, we don't want your life. It's Varsity <laughs> Blues. I'm Andrew Jupin. Oh, that's a Stephen Shadak over there. Uh, Eric Blues. Chris Cabin. And we <laughs> hate movies. <laughs> Welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning in. As always, that's right. We're talking about the big teenage blockbuster of 1999. It's Varsity Blues, directed by Brian Robbins, who you may remember as the st- one of the stars of Head of the Class, the star of Chud 2, Bud the Chud, nice. and a whole lot of uh, creative control over at Nickelodeon back in the day. This motherfucker was uh, responsible in part for all that. Keenan mm. and Kel, the Amanda Ooh. show, all that shit. And oh, that makes sense. Cool. All this- that the show. When you said all that, I thought you meant like a catch-all for Nickelodeon. <laughs> no, the child sketch show that gave birth to the career of Keenan Thompson. Right. I and just- other comedy luminaries like Lori Beth Dinberg. I just totally forgot and- it was called that. And criminals like Amanda Bynes. Yeah. <laughs> Many a Hollywood horror story was birthed <laughs> out of all that. I am sure. I mean, it's just. You know what, dude? No one should be around that many kids. How about no, that? No, <laughs> I don't think so. I think that's a bad idea. Unless you're an unless you're an actual educator and there's uh, rules in place. But that's what I think Nickelodeon was trying to get to, though. That was the heart of the kid power movement. It was like, we could do this all ourselves. I was like, nah, dude. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. We could do it ourselves. Oh, yeah. This is what we need to do. We bring back Nickelodeon, the kid power thing. We can do it ourselves. And we see, can a few toddlers drive a bus? <laughs> you know? no, it's, it's very healthy. A bunch of grown men yelling at kids to make them laugh be Ooh, funny that's it's called a podcast yes <laughs> what about a kid bomb squad just a bunch of little Ooh, kids i like that dude yeah and it's called kid boom <laughs> oh that is good oh my god i was gonna say little hurt locker but that is yeah. better oh little hurt locker is pretty good too though dude and they all have like drinking problems because they can't handle the stress can yeah, you imagine good- like a little kid in like the little like je- like a little version of the jeremy renner fucking bomb suit yeah i, I think you're like oh and then you could look right write it into the show it's like oh they have to do it because their hands are so small and the wires are so tiny so that's it makes right sense. You know, around like yeah. 1900, I think this was like the economy. Like you'd have kids working in the factories. You would have probably like the bomb squad or children because what? they're like, you know, you're first in line. You you, you got to get through it and be seasoned as an adult. Well, uh, yeah, the Hurt Locker would have to be the Degrassi-esque teen uh, bomb disposal unit. Oh, I see. The kid show would have to be the Hurt Cubby. something to that effect like you have to because you have to look hot you know degrassi did a bunch of different shoot-offs right they weren't Mm -hmm. just one yeah there was a lot of shooting off on that show (laughs) yeah including drake wait great a cubby is like where you where you hang your coat or something right yeah 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 degrassi when uh shooting off with snake got that girl pregnant that's right i know a little bit about degrassi the original the og none of that drake nonsense 
there was a character called Snake? Dude, definitely. Snake got somebody pregnant, man. Wow. Snake <laughs> has a snake. Was he, uh, was he Degrassi's wallet inspector? <laughs> no. He was just kind of like a tall doofus, and everyone was like shocked he got laid, which I was as well. Um, was he like four years older than the rest of the kids? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that that show is wild. It's very proto nine zero two one zero. It's not available anywhere. I, I'd, I'd podcast it myself if I could, but it's not really available. Huh? When yeah. was uh, when did that show start? You said it's proto nine zero two one zero. Yeah, it's like late mid to late eighties into the Get early nineties. Yeah, so they, they I had knew no what was idea. Up. I had oh yeah, no wow. idea. And that show is wild with a capital I, W. I always felt like that was like a Doctor Who show. Like it's been on forever. Like yes. since <laughs> like the dark ages, this show has been going on. Are they all playing the same characters? But like each era, they just get another actor, like a Doctor I, Who thing. No, I think the next generation literally is about like their kids and no. so on and so forth. No. I think Snake's kid is a is a is a is a character, dude. Jesus, Christ. is he named Son Frog? <laughs> Son of Snake. <laughs> Son so, of Sniglet. Folks at um, home, you might notice this is kind of we're doing like back to school episodes back to back. It's, yeah, it's exciting. It. Yeah, you oh, by know, the it's way, nice because a lot of movies deal with high school. They do. And this is, I, we don't do many sports movies on here. And I, I'm trying to change that because sports movies are uh, uh, rife for the picking. I think. Well, oh, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> the, the problem is whenever we do the Blue Chips episode, our voices oh. are going to be shredded. <laughs> just like absolutely gone yeah. for a week. I'm going to have to take like a vow of silence for like 72 hours <laughs> before doing the show. Just drinking nothing but warm tea and not talking to anybody. It's a yeah. movie specifically about Nick Nolte screaming. screaming That's <laughs> mostly what it's about. And Shaquille O'Neal and others. Before we stop talking about Varsity Blues or start talking about it, I should say I do want to hit play really quickly. Wow. Already. Okay. It's, back. Okay. it's back, baby. Wow. It's America's favorite game about obsolete materials. It's the VHS trailer game, ladies and gentlemen. Holy shit. <clears throat> Excuse me. I, 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 I think I'm coming down with something here, guys. But... Uh, but it's season 12, which means we are dealing with legends this month. <laughs> Thank you. Legends. Thank you. If we do, if we apply the MasterChef mode to VHS trailer game, it means only losers won last year. This is the real season. Sure. Yes. There. Everything that happened last year was crap. That's, These Chris, are legends. Chris, if you don't, if you don't watch MasterChef, that's literally what Gordon Ramsay says. Like everything oh, really? else, everything from the year before is dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> to like get you excited wow. about this year. I he will dude love starting from scratch. He I will see. deride a, a bad meal. It's like, that's like a season two meal. It's season 11. <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, it's like- the season two person's crying their eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the VHS trailer game, ladies sure. and gentlemen. We're really excited about it. I, we have to give one more congratulations to Chris Cabin. Thank you. Do Ace. we have someone else that wants to give congratulations, Steve? And I just want to, you know, not only do I want to congratulate Chris Cabin, but I think a l- one celebrity, a ghostbuster named Ernie Hudson might have something to say. Hey, Chris, congratulations. Anyway, I just want to say congratulations, man, on winning the movie <laughs> trivia game on your podcast. It's pretty extraordinary. It's extraordinary. <laughs> I love that. Extraordinary. extraordinary. I cut up uh, Sir Ernie Hudson's wonderful cameo, which is on our YouTube page, by the way, yes. in full. YouTube.com slash We Hate Movies. But sure. I love so It's my favorite line, which is like, congratulations on winning the movie trivia game on 
your podcast. Yeah, totally. It's just like, I mean, and bless him. We still love him. But, you know, he couldn't have given a fuck about you, Chris. <laughs> oh, no, of course not. The guy was in fucking, he's in Oz. Why does he give a shit about me? But it is just so great, though, because I think it's like he forgot for a second that it was winning something on your own show. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, man, great accomplishment, I guess. Hope the fucking Venmo clears. Hey, hey, Chris, congratulations on beating your son at Mario Kart. Congratulations. Wow. Good for you. That's extraordinary. A, yeah, Tony, Tony Soprano gets himself a cameo for beating AJ Soprano. Extraordinary, yeah, and also extraordinary is a wonderful word. It yeah. really is. Oh, because it's just like the farthest thing from extraordinary. But so it's season twelve. Uh, the rules are going to get run back. I'm still think. I'm still tinkering. It, it, there might be a rule change Whoa. in maybe the next month. Because this, is, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Um, but I've, I've been I've been tinkering. But for right now, season season eleven rules are still in effect, even though they're garbage. Uh, which is, uh, you know, uh, we're gonna, I'm going to ask, uh, going to give you uh, five clues for each trailer. Um, uh, the f- first person to buzz in gets it. Five, four, three, two, one. Each clue is uh, worth in descending order. The winner right now, and I believe this is what we're going to It's another cameo, right? It's going to be a bigger no, and Yeah. Come on. Come on, everybody. It's going to be a great, great cameo. This, the Ernie Hudson one was so much fucking fun. I cannot wait to see what we're going to do next next year. Chris, you better start brainstorming on your next <laughs> We don't know. <laughs> well, here, I did want to say, Steve, uh, if I go dubs, I want to make a gentleman's bet to me and you. Okay. okay. If we do it, we have to do an episode that you've kiboshed for Ooh. many years. Nothing wow. but trouble. Oh, wow. Okay. Ooh. All right. So this is, this is a big belt that's hang, a sword of Damocles, one would say. <laughs> I like this. I like Eric, this. Eric, Eric, wait a second. Do yeah. we all, all co-sign? Co- co- Eric, the mm-hmm. other thing is now you and I got to throw it so this can happen. <laughs> and so we can do nothing but trouble. Wait, no, you, no, you haven't no. been throwing it? That's what I've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So this is actually, Chris, is a great idea because this proves it's not rigged because the last yeah. thing I ever want to do <laughs> is watch nothing but trouble and talk about it. So yeah. that's, <laughs> if you know me, that's a good two and a half hour episode we're talking about there. If you know me, you know that. So that's all right. That's great. That's that's the Chris Cabin uh, running it back award. But Eddie also gets a cameo. Eric and Eric, Eric and Andrew, if they win another cameo. And if the guest team wins, mm-hmm. that's not going to happen. Um, OK, so as 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 you know, five, four, three, two, one, uh, people are going to buzz in. And if you buzz in and guess incorrectly in that round, you will be out for the round, but able to come back in the next one. And this is kind of a weird VHS situation, so I'm going to give you the release year as well because uh, the first one is in one of those like crappy trailer montages of like we're having fun at Paramount. Uh, set <laughs> oh, to, yep. Oh, set to We Got the Beat. Uh, a lot oh, of stuff man. is in here, but I wanted to take this one because uh, pickets were fairly slim. So <clears throat> from night the year 1996, ladies and gentlemen, put that put that in your brain. Okay. okay. Okay, uh, here we go. In in inaugural episode of the <laughs> VHS trailer game for season twelve, Legends, uh, Game Master's Clue, a feature length adaptation of a TV show, a road trip filled with body cavity searches, a 
feature length uh, adaptation of a TV show. A TV show that's a road trip? No, hmm. a, uh, the movie itself is a road trip. Uh, that's a fair question. Uh, Kavinsky uh, has buzzed in. Beavis and Butthead to America. That is five big oh, points. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the body parent. Yeah. And the next one would have been uh, more helpful, which is the trivia. The tribute trivia was Paramount Executives considered making this a live action movie. That probably would have given you a little. little Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about what. what, Okay. Now, what TV show was about driving across the country and they made a movie about it? It's got cars in it. That's what I would. That's where my mind was. Yeah. And I totally forgot Robert Stack's character's obsession with the full (laughs) body cavity searches, which is quite funny. I rewatched that in quarantine and goddamn it, it's a fucking masterpiece. Wonderful movie. It's it's one of the, it's, it makes the Simpsons movie look like dog shit. Oh Oh, my God. Oh, Oh, I mean, that's not hard to do, but yeah. (laughs) Okay. Now, round two, this is 1999, which was coming soon to video, FYI. Game Master's Clue. A sleek, gritty remake of a revenge yarn led by a real piece of shit. Eric. Uh, just thinking of the time, I think payback, maybe? That is five points for Eric Siska. Ooh. Chris and Eric are tied for the lead. Mm. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. <laughs> got Mel uh, on the brain after uh, yeah. our yeah. Mad Maxathon. Did you know that they made a... Uh, because that movie, there was a, a 2005 version of Payback called Payback Straight Up. <laughs> really? Wherein Who's... Brian Brian Hegland was like fired. So it's kind of like the Snyder cut of Payback. <laughs> but it's actually oh, shorter I... than the theatrical and cut. It's not I kind of remember this coming out. Yeah. No, it's it's the same oh, movie. It's yes. just recut. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. I think yes. I even saw it or bought it. And I, I couldn't <laughs> tell you because I was a bit of a fan of the movie back in the day. Uh, there is, if you're a fan of the movie, there is an amazing comic called The Hunter uh, by Darwin Cook, which is uh, a adaptation of the, the Donald Westlake uh, Richard novel, Stark novel. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's really awesome. It's one of my favorite things mm. in the world. I can lend it to you. <clears throat> yeah. Here we go. Uh, now back to 1998. Uh, now on video, ladies and gentlemen. Now on video. Okay. Uh, a snow. <clears throat> Sorry, heaven forbid. Game Master's Clue. A snowy thriller that pits friends against one another in a chase for some ill-gotten money found on an abandoned airplane. Uh, that's Chris Cabin. A simple plan. It is a simple plan. Yeah, I couldn't five big points. Name of it. God damn it. Uh, five big points there. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a ten-point oddity bonus round. A movie I've never heard of. <laughs> I am always excited about this. Uh, So 10 big points are at stake here. Uh, And I'm even going to give, so it's 10 points for the exact title and five points for either an approximation of that title. Or if you get there, if you guess before I give the stars, you can be like, oh, is it the one with so-and-so and so-and-so? I'll give you, I'll give you five points for this because this movie is very obscure to me. So for 10 points. In a movie I'm positive doesn't age well. A 1980s period piece about a precocious teen coming to grips with his parent coming out as a trans woman. I think uh, that's I know Eric this. Ziska. I oh think my I God. know this from the fucking a year. It's um, The Adventures of Sebastian Cole. Holy shit. And you know wow. why I know this? Nice. You know why I know this? This is insider wow. knowledge. I went, they filmed it at my high school while I was attending. <laughs> wow. That is the wow. only reason I know that fucking movie. It, it's got Adrian Grenier. Yeah. Yep. 
and uh, Clark Gregg yes. is the is the person who, the, the, the the is the the trans woman in that movie. And man, oh, this trailer dude. is stacked with capital J jokes, and it's not great. Holy shit, Clark Gregg, Clark that, Gregg. That was a beautiful pull, Eric. They had yes. parts. Well, it's only because I was there when they made it. Because <laughs> they had parts of the high school like shut down while I was like going to classes because they were filming. You get any classes canceled because of it? Uh, I don't remember. Isn't is <laughs> he like really into whippets? Like that's a key part of the movie is he's like really into doing whippets. No, you're thinking of me and you working at the multiplex concession <laughs> stand. Well, that was while that, that movie, too. While that movie came out. I just remember he was like uh, either skateboarding or bicycling down the hallway. And I was wow. like, oh, there's my fucking 11th grade teacher's room or whatever. Whatever subject I had. I don't know. That's tremendous. Wow. wow. Eric Siska, by yeah. the way, at the end of round one, Eric Siska in the lead. Just want to put that out there. Yeah. Incredible stuff. Legend. See, you know, because <laughs> it's not rigged, you know, it's not. I, I, I'm going to admit, I'm going to try to be a better loser this year. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Because you're a legend. <laughs> I'm You're sorry. a legendary fucking loser. <laughs> yes. By the way, could you do more of these where uh, they're they're filmed around where I grew up? <laughs> okay, absolutely. I will. I will definitely <laughs> look Only into movies filmed around Eric's hometown <laughs> or movies that he worked on, like set security for. Make sure we get one for taking Woodstock. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. oh, Julian Poe with Christian Slater. Uh, yeah, Mr. Gibb, uh, whatever that movie yes, was, Mr. Dirty Gibb. Dancing. Uh, it's also <laughs> the Good Student now. Actually, they renamed. It. Oh, okay. Uh, so that, ladies and gentlemen, is round one of the VHS trailer game. We can now actually have a podcast about a, a movie called Varsity Blues. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, first of all, once again, man, ah, uh, that MTV Music Television Productions logo. Wow, they just—it takes you back, like you just know. Here's the thing. When you see that, regardless of the film's quality, you know at least you're in for a good soundtrack. Yes. Yes. But that's the, and that's the what be- we got here. The beginning of the movie, it's like this like bucolic horseshit. I'm like, get to nice guys finish last or I'm changing the channel. <laughs> yep. You know yep. I mean? No, it starts with this super serious intro well, music. Like me- it's fucking Wrath of Khan. Did we, did we mention <laughs> the MTV astronaut? Of course, yeah, he's in the logo. I, it's so, I, I, don't, I don't understand the logo. I mean, MTV Films never, like, did anything else besides, what, Joe's apartment? But that was the, isn't that from the logo from the MTV, like, the astronaut uh, putting the flag in yeah, the... Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it was in that, like, footage. Uh, and then the, they, moon, the Moon Man was always, like, part of their thing, right? And when they had, like... The movie awards that was like the little moon man trophy that you got. They fucking loved that astronaut. Yeah, you guys, you you guys are incorrect. Uh, Joe's apartment, Beavis and Butthead do America, Dead Man on Campus, Varsity Blues, 200 Cigarettes, Elections, South Park, Bigger, Louder and Uncut, The Wood, The Original Kings of Comedy, Save the Last Dance, Pootie Tang, Zoolander, Orange County. That is way more than I expected. And also, no, I I knew there was more. That's I didn't say anything about that two movies only thing. Um, I'm looking down. (laughs) Take away my points. (laughs) I am looking down. They did the Footloose remake. Uh, Shit, they're still around doing this, huh? Wow. Pink skies ahead. Uh, Still, yeah, yeah. No. See, this, this, like Varsity Blues, like it doesn't strike me as an MTV property. And some no, of those you no. listed also don't. Well, it's it's weird because that's kind of the problem with this movie is the tone 
is everywhere. And sometimes I would argue when it's at its best, it feels like an MTV movie. And when it's not, it feels like, I don't know, like a bad movie of the week or whatever. Lifetime yeah, almost. I'm, yeah. I mean, because it's a it's a fucking high school set drama like that. It very much feels like a Lifetime movie. But then when you're like, you know, having a bunch of silly shenanigans and Foo Fighters are playing and whatever else, you know, that's like, that's MTV Studios. But then it's like, when you get fucking, I don't want your life, <laughs> that's that's Lifetime. In America, we got a set of laws, okay? It's you don't kill, you don't steal, <laughs> and you fucking love football. And Dude. that's what this is about. This is about older people coming watching little kids play football. It's very serious. His opening here, it's so fucking serious. There are laws against killing. <laughs> there are laws against stealing. But down here in Texas, there's another law. The law of the gridiron. <laughs> and the law that I could take a gun anywhere and I could give you, I, you know, I, I, and no abortions. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. These, there are laws preventing ladies from having abortions. Unless but you, you do it with a gun. <laughs> then it's okay and there are laws to love football you better fucking love football the, by the way the accents our yeah. accents are just as good I, yes. I think they're yep. pretty close to just as good pretty cartoonish you've got, you've got a couple people in here that sound okay uh, the guy who plays Billy Bob like kind of has it Scott Kahn kind of has something going on Amy Smart, uh, she's playing an alien. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> well, well you know, Amy Smart is just trying to act. I'm folks, just, so uh, I looked up uh, James Vanderbeek. He was born in Connecticut, so technically we're more southern than he is. <laughs> That's actually true. Uh, and you can and you can fucking tell, man. You can fucking tell. By the way, the uh, the I don't want your. There's this kid in my high school who didn't even look like James Vanderbeek, but I think somebody said he looked like him once. That's all and, it takes. And then everyone would just go up to this kid and be like, I don't want your life. Like, <laughs> shut up! Like, for oh, years. Good. I like that years. they him with it instead of, you know, <laughs> it being good. No, definitely. Uh, it was not. Again, it's an all-boys high school, and you're just going to get ripped to shreds, man, if you look even remotely like James Vanderbeek. <laughs> Just like you're going into English class, like, I don't want your English I, class. Shut up. Well, I just, I would love it if the kid just like starts going to like, they're at the Wendy's and the cashier is like, okay, your order is going to be 1058. And then you just look in the eyes. I don't want your life. And you just do it to every job you don't want to have. <laughs> like you're at the mechanic and they're like, okay, we're going to put, I don't want your life. And just keep Well, that's fine, it. sir, but you still have to pay for this fucking transmission repair. <laughs> I don't want your life. That's what uh, the talented Mr. Ripley said till he found the one. Oh, that's right. Oh, then it was, oh, I do want your life. Oh, your, exactly. life is, your life is one that I would like. Oh, I, I mean, uh, I, I, I would like your life. Yeah, <laughs> yep, exactly. Uh, yeah, so James Vanderbeek, of course, is playing Jonathan Mox Moxon. Uh, he is the backup quarterback uh, to the very successful Lance Harbor, played by the late Paul Walker. Uh, you know, Lance Harbor, king shit in town dude that dude's getting fucking blowjobs every day of his life it sure. is amazing how like uh paul walker i mean like even still to this day has a better career than james vanderbeek i mean let's let's just be <laughs> oh yeah i mean very true yeah i want to go on record though as saying like i have absolutely nothing against james vanderbeek not at all I actually think 
he's kind of funny. He's good, like, comedically. There was that short-lived sitcom with the fucking dumbest title of all time, Don't Mess With The Bee in Apartment 23. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Terrible title, but he's playing, like, a fake version of himself on that show, if I remember it right. And it's fucking hilarious. I just wish he found more of a road in, like, doing comedies and stuff. Yeah, the guy's always had presents. Like, no matter what, he's always just Every been... Christmas, yeah. Yeah, every time, <laughs> yes. He's always been there, ready to give give whatever he wants. But, like, Lance oh, Harbor, yeah. Paul also, Walker... March 8th, 19, uh, March 8th uh, he also gets presents. That's his birthday. Uh-huh. Oh, sorry, what are you saying, ahead. Kevin? No, like, Lance Harbor has this fucking uh, billboard of himself. Yes. In his front yep. lawn. That, like... That's getting egged like every day, right? No, no it's like, not. No, it's not, dude. They you don't teach, think, Chris, they teach Chris, every this is, kid to worship these people. This is Texas high school football, dude. These guys, it's not an exaggeration, are like gods. Like, did you see any of Friday Night Lights, uh, but, the show or anything? Uh, like, uh, but, uh, they're, you're no, no one. Listen, first of all, another thing, it's fucking Texas. You egg that Paul Walker billboard, you are getting the death penalty. I refuse <laughs> to believe that there's no backlash in the high school, that there's not a faction of kids that are like, nope. fuck football, fuck all this shit. It doesn't exist in Texas. You grow up, it's it's just like, you're either going to play football or you're going to give football players a blowjobs. I don't care what you think. You're doing one or the other. <laughs> right? I mean, my, the- my son could not play football, so he was obligated to give a football yeah. player a blowjob. He's a cunt catcher now. <laughs> yes. Listen, we hate homosexuality as much as the next folk, but there is that rule. And you know what? You just got to start sucking some d- football players' dicks. I mean, like, uh, Chris, I'm sure, yes, not everyone in the entire state is into high school football. Every but, like, one of them. Those kids. <laughs> They're not doing anything to the extent of egging. Like you will be given the death penalty, dude. That, it's not worth getting the chair to egg a bill. Oh, oh no, it's worth dying for this. I would have to do it. Like <laughs> I, 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 this would be too much for me to deal with. If there's a billboard of the guy's face on his own fucking lawn, it's incredible. Well, it looks like a re- he looks like a real estate agent. Yes, which I always yes. find weird. Why real estate agents like the only profession you need to like show your face in? You know what I, I mean? Think, well, I think that's because like. You know, you're following a total stranger into an empty house. <laughs> yeah, I guess you want to make true. sure it's the right person you're going in with. Imagine that. Yeah, it's just some like old creeper who has like an old version of the billboard. <laughs> yes, uh, Lance is right in here. Why don't you come in and uh, lock the door behind you? I saw oh, s- Lance. He's down in the basement. Yeah, <laughs> I saw something kind of creepy driving around upstate New York, where the people have been even up here. You know, putting like a billboard essentially on their lawn with a photo of their kid that just graduated high school like they can't what? believe it all and right well it, that you egg yeah, that yeah, you yeah, definitely and then it also some you know they also say like what university they're going and it's like brown bound or whatever the fuck yeah. all right just got a fucking value meal menu up for a fucking predator oh yeah oh yeah nice looking daughter you got there oh where's she going to college excellent Thanks for the information, you total idiot. Yeah, Brown Bound is on your fucking doorstep when I shit on it. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a tab on Pornhub? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. it's it's a it's a subsection of the extreme tag, dude, when you're yeah. fucking brown so bound. So is that like they, they tie you it's up? Shit play. It's shit it's play. It's definitely yeah, shit, shit play, play, but yes. the bound, I wanna don't don't forget the BDSM. I wanna know. Well, how so that you can't out. you can't run anywhere when they're hucking shit at you. Yeah, oh that's great. <laughs> I do think that um this movie owes a lot to the book. Friday Night Lights, which it obviously doesn't cite at all. 
because it's, it's it, that's what this thing is, right? It's like the dark side of like this uh, subculture I that never, you know doesn't get talked about. Never read it, and I never saw the TV show. So mm. just letting everyone know my my skill sets up front. The TV show is quite great, I will say. Who's in that? And Billy the, Bob Thornton. Yes. No, Billy Bob Thornton's in the movie, <laughs> and it's like—is that like uh, after, like they spun off the TV show into the movie? No, no, no. The the it's movie first. yes, yes. Jesus the movie came first. Christ. They spun off the television show. the The movie has like Garrett Hedlund and Derek Luke. If you remember that guy, Lucas Black, yeah, uh, of Friday Night Lights fame and so on. Oh, Tim and Tim McGraw is like the alcoholic dad. Oh, and uh, in the TV show, what is it? The Raymond Chandler. What was that guy's name? <laughs> Kyle <laughs> Chandler. <Yeah. laughs> he wrote some good uh, Lo- pulp, pulp no- noir novels, and he also long, long dead detective novelist <laughs> Raymond Chandler, starring in Friday Night Lights this week on NBC or whatever. So and I forget where it was. It it doesn't matter which which one's better. Is the TV show or the movie better? The the TV show's the better show. than the movie, I think. Anyway, yeah. Oh, Chris Cavity partook. I partook. I got like three seasons and early Plemons. That was a a good yep. tap of Plemons Whoa. before it became a big deal. Is he playing the same character he's in this? <laughs> yes, yes, that exactly. <laughs> yeah, he just grew up and now he's he's on Friday How Night. How about Life. that? A football expanded universe. You know, like all the football movies are connected. You can get Al Pacino to walk into <laughs> Friday Night Lights for <laughs> any given Sunday. Yeah. Those days are right next to each other anyway. Uh, Boy, I love coming to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, your dick's not hot enough to win this game. Uh, we're, uh, we're like first stringers. Uh. <laughs> but no, it would make sense because James Woods would be a crooked doctor on Kilmer's staff, dude. That would work out there, too. That's true. Yeah. Scumbag acknowledges scumbag. Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like he's, yeah, whatever. And it's like this. Yeah. After like this. Oh, my God. Laws and football. <laughs> it's just like uh, Billy Bob uh, shows up. And he's like, Let's roll. Oh, and then man. nice guys finish last starts. I'm like, fucking finally. Right, the movie we are started. skipping the cross boy. The fact that in Texas, if oh, you don't Jesus play H. football, Christ. you have to be crucified, apparently. No, that's this kid is like. This is the the a number one biggest part of the movie that doesn't work is mm-hmm. this kid who's like trying on religions in various ways. So like this is just him dying for the town sins or something. This isn't a punishment. This is just this kid is weird and that's the joke and it's totally fucking underbaked and well, makes no it's, sense. Well, it's a better off dead gag, right? Like yeah, that, that's it makes, true. It makes total sense. It's like a better off dead like totally quirky squirky kind of movie right i but want my two dollars exactly but that's not this because we're supposed to care about characters in like five minutes so don't do that yeah yeah yep. yeah and it's just like the heightening of that joke oh dude well it just, ne- do, just it, do it just do it. it he goes from that to like he's now na- it, it, later in the movie he dresses up as a member of the muslim brotherhood oh, and you're like right. ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and then like the fucking like the cherry on top of all of this is like towards the end of the movie he starts his own cult and they look like they're dressed kind of like Moon and Knights or something, and he's just like leading all these children into his house. And the pa- like, the mother's like, "Oh, you started a cult? That's so cute!" Like that's supposed to be the joke, but it's like, 
I don't know, man. There's already jokes in this movie where, like, there's a fat guy who owns a pig. Like, that's the joke <laughs> did it some, for this movie. And some guy got burned to death down the street in Texas for starting his own cult. So yeah, maybe don't right. encourage it. You're, you're also <laughs> editing out, clearly editing out the extremely violent fucking scene where uh, uh, Vanderbeek's father finds the Quran in his house. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and loses yeah. his fucking shit. Dude, what, this guy what, is, what the a, hell is a, total, a total zero. A Muslim yep. book. <laughs> I don't know, man. This guy is so in the weeds with Texas high school football. I don't think he knows what Islam yeah. is. By the way, we do know, you know, like this tragic story with the actor playing the the younger son, Kyle Moxon. And, you know, don't tweet at us about it. We know it. Yeah. We're <laughs> not making fun of the actor. We're not at all. Not the, at all. Tragic. Yeah. But you're right, though, Eric, because. Everyone's an expert in their car. I just know our fan base. <laughs> and, they, you know, if we don't mention something, some guy's going to let me know. So, But here's something, though. Like, why can't... I mean, the dad should be... And that's another thing with this movie. Like, characters come in and out of importance. Like, the dad is, like, totally unimportant for the most part, but keeps, like, you almost think he's going to be, and what he never is. What do you mean is. that fathers aren't important? <laughs> I think that if you had an actor of note That's playing this yes. dad like maybe that changes a little bit right because in the in the friday night lights movie not that he's like a big actor but like tim mcgraw plays the dad sure. and tim mcgraw is a fucking huge music star and like actually not that terrible of an actor funny enough but like he's in the movie he's like you know an alcoholic real you see him like really wrestling with like you know, the football team was the biggest thing in his life. This guy is just like, you don't, at least as far as I remember, like you don't know what he does for a living. You just know that he at one time also played football, but he wasn't a quarterback and he indeed sucked shit the whole he, time. He's what? a whiny loser. This is a problem. <laughs> I need the dad to be somewhat respectable. Like even at the end, like when you're supposed to think like, you just hate this fucking guy from the beginning. There's no sense of like Mox like kind of likes his dad even. He's like, no, I fucking hate my dad. Yeah, he he's a piece of shit. Right. Hence <laughs> the, that line. I don't want your laugh. Yeah. I, I read I, books I, written I, by Kurt Vonnegut Jr. God damn it. I like it. how yeah. that establishes how smart he is. I know. Exactly. Slaughterhouse-Five. Like people can't <laughs> believe it. Well, that's the thing. It makes it. It's totally age appropriate. Like that's what you do in high school is you read Slaughterhouse yeah, Five. That, yeah, not, yeah. And that's and that it is still a great book. And I'm not saying it's a high school book. However, it doesn't make you a genius. But he's no, he's but, the only kid who's allowed to read in the whole fucking movie. <laughs> like he's the only one who has a book. Uh, I I do love uh, the dad is like all right well mocks you just we're gonna pray he also says like i think the this the other son's on the cross and it's bothering he was like we, we, we need to pay attention and focus on the game tonight like, what the fuck are you gonna do with the game tonight besides get drunk but that's <laughs> dude that's what happens yes. and you know all these parents out here with young children are like you just had a kid which like <laughs> okay in the 21st century whatever but like you cannot folks when your kids are in, in a high school age if the fucking world is still around, then probably won't you be. cannot. I know. But just in case, I want to give this one. You cannot attempt to live vicariously through your children. It is poisonous for them, but also one of the absolute most embarrassing things you can do to yourself. I can't, this, be I can't believe Mox was going to start, but the moon wobble fucked it up. <laughs> oh, my God. The moon wobble happened and canceled the football season. I, I knew I should have taught that boy to throw a football in a pool. No, same, same same thing happened to me. Moonwobble fucked up my career too, son. 
Yeah, I was going to go pro until that fucking moon wobbled and fucked up my left leg. Fucking- we are a family plagued by moon wobbles. <laughs> fucking Kilmer said there wasn't no moon wobble. I'm telling you, there was a moon wobble, and it's why my life so fucked up. <laughs> this is a perfect transition because Scott Kahn has the line good mooning when he gets into oh, Billy yes. Bob's pickup truck because he's flashing his naked ass. Dude, yeah. Scott Kahn, say what you want about the guy physically fucking fit. Of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think he's the probably the best actor, like the guy that he, he has exactly the role that he needs to have and he does a yes. really good job with he's it. He's incredibly capable of handling this role. And yes. I, I think he does quite well with this kind of guy. Like these guys definitely, of course, exist. And Scott Kahn, you know, maybe didn't have to reach too far. <laughs> I don't know him personally, but just kind of seems that, you know. With li- I, you know, I think he has some personal experience with screaming lines like, I need to hit some ass. Oh, yeah. dude, I'm she about looks, to fuck your pig. She looks like she fell out of the I'm going to suck your dick tree and hit every branch on the way down. Now, the thing is, uh-huh. we've done the that's just too many words like the uh, you fell yep. out of the ugly tree, the ugly fell, tree that yep. that that's snappy. Like, I'm going <laughs> to like you're shoving a whole sentence suck in there. your dick tree. Now, I've been working on some maps and I'm trying to find this, you know, yeah, I'm going to suck your dick. I'm tree, like yeah. Ponce de Leon going into the jungle. <laughs> yeah, trying yeah, to find yeah, dick you're tree. on uh, on behalf of the fucking dendrophilia society. Yeah, this was what Dude. the that's what Darren Aronofsky's The Fountain was all about was trying to find the dick sucking right. tree. Hugh Jackman uh-huh. lost Rachel Weisz to mm-hmm. time just to find the dick sucking tree. That dick sucking tree outlived them all in different and they came back and were born again and still were gravitated to the dick sucking tree. Oh my god. I've traveled 5,000 years in the future and I finally found the dick sucking tree. But now I'm too old to get it up. Well now here's the question because now we're calling it the dick sucking tree which is a totally different situation. Suck your dick tree. What's the exact well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm the I'm gonna suck your dick tree. Uh, alludes to people being magically enchanted to have to suck dick. Yeah, the suck your dick tree means the the tree is sucking your dick. Well, so that's right. my question between maybe, the two. I don't know. Maybe it's got both features. <laughs> it's got an imported. <laughs> well, you bring someone oh, with on. just in case. Yeah, and then you can try uh-huh. it both ways. Uh-huh. <laughs> By the There's way, a part in this the the pickup montage here. We're getting everybody where. It's before we pick up Paul Walker and Scott Kahn, and it's just Vanderbeek in the car and Billy Bob. Like, you know, oh, yes, I know. You get, you get a, getting a late start in the morning, you know, you're trying to make up time. Okay, fine. You're going to eat breakfast in the car. This dude is manhandling like fucking pancakes or waffles or something, and then he drinks syrup. Right out of the bottle, yep. and I almost threw up all over my coffee yes. table. I, I mean, there you can be that big and just kind of, you know what I mean? Like overeat occasionally, or what you know what I mean? You could just be that big, period. It doesn't matter. You're not drinking syrup well, in the morning. I don't know. I think I think he just has this shit in the car because he, he likes to eat in a way. I don't know. We we knew a guy in college, I'm not gonna name names or anything, but I had to move his car once because he got so wasted. He's a heavier guy, and uh you know, put the seat up and, you know, I'm going to move his car for him. And I went to like, you know, put it into draw reverse. I don't know which, which way I was going. And I, I was like, <laughs> okay, here I'm doing it. Oh wait, no, this is a giant 
giant bottle <laughs> of fucking sweet and sour sauce that's just, <laughs> no! that just lives in his car. I mean, I, mean I guess you never know when you're going to need to shift down to Flavortown. That, that's that's exactly the thing, right. but that's for nuggets only, I would think. I don't yeah, think he's well. drinking it like it's water. Mm, I don't know. No, that's for coffee. <laughs> that's what that one is. Oh, yes. <laughs> Marge, can you tell Lisa I just want a cup of syrup with my breakfast like I have every morning? <laughs> you just have to imagine that, like, whatever fucking, like, a uh, 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 syrup company were like, yeah, we'll pay it, and Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> would not pay it. Like, <laughs> like that's what I assume here. Like, can't you have him eating a donut? Can't you have him eating a a, a breakfast burrito from fucking sure, McDonald's? Because no, that would be more normal behavior. Yes. And this guy uh, is anything but. Well, I think that's also true. True. He's also like this guy's doing the thing where it's all performance all the time, but he's getting yep. really sad at night, kind of yep. a thing. Absolutely. And it's just like, Absolutely. oh yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna drink syrup. Oh, I want to throw up, but people think I'm cool. I mean, dude, no greater example than when Billy Bob fucking <laughs> loses his lunch in the washing machine in <laughs> the mm-hmm. party scene, and then has to do the big boot and rally, and you know that guy just wants to go home. Oh man, <laughs> exactly. Y- you know he didn't even buy that. Pig. John Voigt bought it for him. Oh, don't. Just so he knows <laughs> at all times. Just this is you. This is you, Billy Bob. Wow. We uh we should use this opportunity to get into John Voigt here. Uh yeah, playing uh co- I almost called him fucking Coach Kruger. That almost works. <laughs> Coach Kilmer. Yeah. Uh I gotta say, one of the absolute best casting decisions of all time, because one, John Voigt's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm, so yeah. playing a piece of shit like Coach Kilmer comes very naturally to him. But also, man, any movie that features John Voight fucking going down in flames and being publicly humiliated to this degree, goddamn, dude, that's an extra star and a half right there. I was really it, hoping Scott Kahn was going to get a, a baseball bat to the nuts number two. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. With them, oh, that's yeah. what you're really hoping for at the end there, but you don't quite get that. Well, you we'll know, talk about hoping- the end. I, I'm just curious about how this all plays out at the end, but we'll talk about oh, it. You know, I was hoping that like uh, Scott Conn would take him to the suck my dick tree <laughs> and throw him down, have him hit some branches and then. Oh, no, I fell off the suck my dick tree. Now yeah. I got to suck some dick. <laughs> that damn tree fucked me up. That damn tree ruined my life. Coach Kilmer is going to fucking hang himself from that same tree instead of sucking any dick, then, dude. Let me just let me yeah. just predict that. When his body's hanging, the tree's one dick-sucking branch loops up. Get that rigor mortis. God. Um, but so, yeah, he they get to school. Uh, we should also say Wendell uh, is the African-American player who was actually a former runner, running back for the Kansas City Chief. This guy never never really acted again, but he was just... Oh, is that right? Yeah. I mean, I, I think it was kind of a low level. Like, he wasn't like a big deal, but like, you know, gotcha. he, he did play in the NFL He's at least. Pretty magnetic. He is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Totally good in this movie. Um, the thing... Oh, so yeah, Billy Bob... Uh, oh, uh, Eliel Swinton was uh, the dude who plays Wendell. Um, anyway, so Billy Bob, they pull into school, right? Billy Bob, pig in the car, also pig Parker. You gotta look at this fucking shitty park oh, job this shit. guy does. No, I fucking Dude, missed it. He's in this big, huge pickup truck, and he's way over into the one side of the space. Scott Kahn can barely open the door. Vanderbeek, whoever's there, Paul Walker, like, 
you got to fix that, that's Billy Bob. Insane. You can't fucking do that. Well, that's the thing, dude. That it's it's fucking football. You're like son of a bitch. I up oh, football. God bless. God yep. bless football. <laughs> I guess I'll walk for 20 minutes and miss my class. There's a huge dent in my car door, but it was because <laughs> it was because of a football player's truck. So never mind. I'm surprised they don't have like those things you put around your rearview mirror. It just has like a little football on it, and then you just get away with everything. You park over three parking spots. Yeah. And well, you're fine. I think. Maybe Billy Bob doesn't need that because it's like, oh, pickup truck with a massive pile of pig feces in the back. That's Billy Bob. (laughs) We also learn uh, around here that James Vanderbeek's character is dating Amy Smart as Julie Harbour. She is the younger sister of Paul Walker. Look out. Much like the Fast and Furious franchise, we're fucking some sisters here. That's kind of crazy. That's, you know, Amy Smart, but this is a dumb move. I feel like, you know, dating your friend's sister is kind of bold. Yeah. It also like it's it takes too long to figure that out in the movie. For At least for me, I was like, she's what? Oh, okay. It just it's not really clear for a while. I think Uh, pretty early. All yeah, right. maybe it's I'm there. Idiot. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I, you know, I was just thinking about where that d- suck your dick tree was. I just realized. Look, you just didn't sure. love football like, enough. You just didn't love it enough. I was on Google Maps putting down some pins to yeah. hope to find it. <laughs> maybe it's this tree. <laughs> oh, God, maybe it's this yeah. tree. And you have to test it both ways. Like, will this tree suck me off? And if not, you got to bring someone with to throw them off of it to see I'm if calling. they will then suck it. <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'm saying it right now. I am fucking putting a, a tip in to the, the Jersey City Parks Department. <laughs> Look out for Steve Sadak. He's a real tree fucker out there. Yeah, yeah, Johnson. Another one, another dead one. Yeah, he died rubbing <laughs> his dick up against a tree. Figured it was going to suck his dick how does that kill somebody <laughs> he just shredded his genitals and oh no 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 <laughs> look look listen listen to me chris this is only the first month shredded. of season 12 we can't be talking about shredded genitals okay, what's he doing let's... to be fair he's a legend he's allowed to do what he wants <laughs> that's true so we could tone it down a little bit you know for the folks at home it's Poison ivy dick, maybe. Sure, right? yeah, yeah, sure. You That's yeah, yeah. you definitely. Uh-huh. Do. I'd I'd probably kill myself if that happened. Uh, we we <laughs> could make it rap- very itchy, right? Would that at some point become pleasurable? Like, would you start no, beating definitely off? Not. No, it's, it's, no, it's never. No. no, it's just you wish no, you were okay. dead. Just checking. <laughs> Uh, we got to a rally. Take that math class. Like, I want to know how many classes are canceled so you can hear from the football team before they play a fucking game. The Wikipedia plot synopsis said that this character of, you know, James Vanderbeek is intelligent and gifted. You know, he reads a book. You don't see anything else. <laughs> well, that's that's the weirdest part. He reads Slaughterhouse Five, and because of that, I think he wrote an essay like, you know, once I read Slaughterhouse Five. Well, okay, here's a fucking full scholarship to Brown. Congratulations, <laughs> full academic scholarship. Yeah, like you yeah. don't get any like sense of what he is outside. Like, you're, you're like football's not life. Well, what else do I know exactly. about him only, other than he's fucking Kurt Vonnegut yeah, fan? The only but other, he doesn't even say it. Do you, he's not like I want to. I want to rat stars like Mr. Vonnegut Jr. You're right. Well, he can't, you say need it. that. You can't need hardly that. wait. Stole that. The only yeah, classroom true. scene is the sex one, right? Yes. So yeah, the, sex ed. You can't. You, you can't excel at that. I mean, I guess you can, <laughs> but like. 
you need to have him in an actual class of something. Have an English class. I guess yes. he's, yeah. exactly. I guess you're supposed to think he's talented because he knows so many names for penis. Oh, I wrote them down, Chris. Do you want me to pull that up? Please, let's oh, just oh, do it. Oh, oh, you want to do it now? Okay. Wait, one one record correction before we get too far off of it. Again, for all the car experts out there, can't hardly <laughs> wait. Didn't steal shit from this movie because it came out a year before this. Oh, movie came out. oh so, wow. no, I meant I meant the idea of a Kurt Vonnegut super fan. Yes, but in that movie, though, I mean that makes total sense. Like Ethan Embry is talking nonstop about how he wants to be a writer. Like yes. you need that in this movie because, especially because the end of the movie, and I guess that little part about we have laws against murder at the beginning <laughs> of the movie. The yeah. movie also ends with Vanderbeek narration and like. I guess that's supposed to be like your stand by me esque. He wrote a book about all this shit. Yeah, exactly. But oh. you don't know that. Again, they don't like, tell you anything. Know, yeah, know. but it just sounds that but way. But Vonnegut yeah. is like a cornerstone of the genre of school movies, right? Back to school with Rodney. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. oh definitely. So the, are you going to read the name for boners, right? Yeah, sure. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> the male erection, pitching a tent, sporting a wood, the icicle if formed, the march is on. It's, it's, see, I don't even get half of these. Yeah. That's a fake one. Stiff, the march is on. That's fake. Stiff, stiffy, Mr. Mortis, rigor mortis is set in, flesh rocket, Jack's magic beanstalk, tall Tommy, mushroom on a stick, Mr. Mushroom Head, and my personal favorite, I'm just adding them myself as Eric here, is the purple-headed yogurt slinger. Purple-headed yogurt Pedro. slinger. Pedro. But purple-headed yogurt slinger. It's too yeah. much. Fantastic. That's a little too much. Fantastic. That's I, you a, a mouthful, I gotta you, say. You, don't, you, you <laughs> do not hear purple-headed enough in terms, in terms of the penis. <laughs> the only other thing that comes to mind is a Naked Gun second what was it, two? I'll say Naked Gun 2. Because it's got two a title. Two and a half. Two and a half. Whatever. So Naked Gun 2, they have a, a, a reading of like a porno novel and it's the purple-headed warrior and, you know, moved into the, you know what. Um, but that's the only other reference I can remember of purple-headed something in a movie. Got it. Um, <laughs> the other weird thing, though, about that whole sequence is, like, she specifically is asking for, like, slang for erections. Yeah. Well, But a lot of these just read, like, a slang for a penis itself. Yes. But her thing is just, like... It's sex. I mean, it's obviously, this movie is horny as hell, which we'll get to do after this. But like her thing is like, oh, you know, we just need to like destigmatize some of this stuff. Let's say all the stuff we're not supposed to say. So it's not so bad kind of a thing. Right. Also, right. I'm a stripper that strips uh, in town, by the way. Like, I, very I, weird. I, that, that's that's <laughs> the thing. Also, we never get into any. It's just like, oh, cool. She's a stripper. Yeah, I get to see that. And it's not not ever. Not once are they like, why does she have to do this? Why does she yes. get paid enough? Is she getting, is this how she gets school supplies for us? This is like <laughs> I everything needs to be more explored in this movie, I think. And how are they the first per people in this school to find out about this? That's the thing. How? It's up the road. It's up the road. It's totally fucking unbelievable. Like, and you need, and I'm fairly certain that this doesn't have it. You need a line where Vanderbeek is like, oh, everybody meet at the, the fucking general store tonight. We're going someplace out of town. Yes. We're all taking my car. You need that because otherwise, yeah, we are just in this town and everybody would fucking know 
that that lady strips at because the fucking local strip club. Everybody knows everybody, and like you know, Dad is going to be there every fucking weekend. He's like, Wait. aren't you my son's uh, health teacher? Holy shit! I can't look at that. Actually, I got to go watch football. It's the only thing I care about. It's the only thing that makes my purple-headed yogurt sling. <laughs> it makes it sling yogurt. I we should say so because we're really jumping all over the place. Here, hey, right? honey, you never slang yogurt last weekend. It's been a little while since we slung yogurt. <laughs> Where was the last time we went slinging? I got to find <laughs> the tree first. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just for sucking. I'm talking slinging. Listen, I'm your wife. I want to suck your dick. You don't need the tree. We got to stop find trying to find that tree. Huh? I'll be a millionaire <laughs> if I find that tree. <laughs> Once I find the tree, I won't need you anymore, Janice. <laughs> I'll stay here for October, but then I'm heading back out in the winter to find the tree. <laughs> I'm hunt- I'm gonna I'm gonna stay in the woods and find it. You hear me, Martha? I love this guy's movie where it's just him doing this, but it's like the Lost City of Z. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> just a big fucking jungle adventure now, with this guy. It would be awesome. It's now time to bring Simon Jr. along with me to find that I'm going to suck your dick tree. And oh, no, we're both dead. <laughs> Great movie, by the way. Fantastic. Um, the, the detail I wanted to get out, because it's the only thing that sort of at all attempts to set Vanderbeek's character like apart from the rest of these guys is there is a scene after that pep rally or whatever where he's like under the bleachers with Amy Smart they're talking about how like he's he really hopes he gets into brown yada yada and then I'll never see football again and like you it's the only real time it's ever kind of discussed that they have some sort of plan about like getting out of town, you know, yes. he's going to go to school in fucking Rhode Island and, you know, they'll be far away from Texas and yada, yada. But it's really the only time that it comes up. If, if, if nobody at the school is throwing eggs at the billboard, Amy Smart has to be. <laughs> if she has to live in that house with the, this God amongst men, that if there's a billboard of your brother in your front yard, your older brother and... Yeah, I, I she would have to rip that thing down or burn it down like every other month. I I, I couldn't I can't deal with that. But then idea. you'd be the first suspect, right? And then suddenly your dad's telling you to do stuff to football players even more than usual. I mean, this this dad is. I mean, I I I think he's an even bigger loser than Mox's dad, or maybe oh, not. Definitely. Oh, it's a real tough one. It's a real. It tough is a one. tough one. This guy seems like he might be more successful. But- See, that's that's why I think it's Mox's dad is the bigger loser because at least Mister Harbor. Uh, played by Richard Lineback, who's he cares been in a bunch more of stuff. Though. He does care more, I think. But you also at least glean that he was like some glory days quarterback versus like Mr. Moxon, who, you know, doesn't really have much. This guy, Richard Lineback, by the way, uh, he's in Speed. He was in The Ring. He's in Natural Born Killers. He's in Twister. Yeah, he gets fucked up in the beginning of Natural Born Killers. Ooh. It's it's quite. I just rewatched that movie. He wow. gets fucked up. He, to L7, also, no less. It looks like he retired. Oh really? Oh, good, did he? Good for him. Yeah, yeah. his last credits um, justified in 2012. Ooh. Oh, okay, like that. Um, but um, yeah, yeah. So like, um, we watched the first game, which is they just win this game, right? It's like a. This is not where he gets his his shit fucked up. No, it's not. This is just you see like how good the team is and whatever. But this is right away, though, from this football scene, this first game scene. 
you fucking know John Voight is yeah. a fucking pig-headed, terrible coach because there's a there's a moment in the game where like you know I, I don't know if it's like a, a the receiver doesn't make the reception or whatever, but the ball is just a dead ball on the ground and it lands in front of Vanderbeek who's sitting there reading Kurt Vonnegut inside his playbook binder like he's looking at pornos in fucking science class or something. <laughs> and the ball like comes to his feet, he picks it up and nonchalantly hucks this fucking thing like across the field, nails the referee right in the bread basket, knocks the wind out of him. Yeah. And fucking John Voigt through this whole movie is doing nothing but we are a running yes. team. We are a running team. And I'm like, dude, do you see the fucking rocket that is sitting on your sideline? You idiot. What are you doing? But he, running team. He raids, though. Uh-uh. <laughs> Not in my football team. Ain't no reading. It's James we Patterson. My way. We don't read. It's James Patterson or bust around here, fellas. That's it. If you didn't buy it in a fucking airport, you ain't reading it on the fucking field. <laughs> I think it's like if you're you read too much, your eyes go too fast back and forth. But you need to be thinking about your feet. Yeah. <laughs> also, team. This guy is a terrible coach. He apparently has won 22 district championships and two state championships. I feel like the state Which championships are way, way in the past, by the he way. Not only has a statue of himself outside the stadium, <laughs> the stadium is named after him. Yeah. Also, here's the thing, John Boyd. You love bragging about them 22 conference championships and the two state final championships. That just means that 22 times you didn't win the state championship. <laughs> exactly, Mundo. But uh, <laughs> this guy doesn't fucking uh, coach defense. Like they're always nope. down by 10 points. Fuck you, dude. Yep. And it's also weird that like every main character and Steve, correct me if I'm wrong here, but every like. Scott Kahn, obviously yep. Paul Walker and James Vanderbeek, Billy Bob. It's all offensive players. Yes. They, yep. do, they don't socialize with the defense <laughs> at all. It's Not very strange. But There's Billy a, Bob is supposed end. to be defense, right? No, he's he's an offensive lineman. So oh, but he's yeah. lineman, I guess. Okay. Yeah, he's on the line, but he's he's like an offensive tackle. Okay. Even at the end of the movie, like the big defensive play, like uh, Scott Kahn and whatchamacallit, Billy Bob have to get involved because they have no idea how to do that, I guess. Like the defense is just like, I don't know. Well, because they, they, you never see them practicing with any of these guys. Yeah. All these fucking trick plays and whatever the fuck else. Yeah. So they, they win, and now we're at a big party. And this that's the thing is this movie is like kind of like a teen romp, and then like the drama comes in. Like it's just like one, there's all of these scenes are mostly successful, like the drama scenes and the romp scenes, but they just kind of rotoscope or just kind of like alternate and to be nothing essentially. Well, because, also, I mean, I mean, Scott Kahn is very funny and energetic. This, but he's a serial killer. Like, oh, for the, sure, it, yeah, my the god. The first steps of serial killerdom is, and he starts <laughs> singing a song in this party. Uh, she, uh, she broke my heart, so I broke her jaw, and he's swinging yep. a bat with them. I'm like, okay, yeah. everybody, oh, let's. This this party we're, we're, after the big game here, we should mention Billy Bob says a. Uh, a, you know, a slur while he, while he's getting himself into the headspace to play this other team. Yeah, there's oh, a big, yeah, a big old right. f bomb here. Stunningly, though, it's the only one in the movie. Shocking. It's it's, it's funny because I remember seeing this movie. I, I've seen this like probably like five times before this, and like I never noticed that before. 
Like it, it, it I, I always were you watching it on like television or something. Maybe I they guess edited so. It out? I, I guess so. But like, I guess I like maybe they edited it out. That is possible. I guess. But I only remember it the first time I saw it. Well, because it, it's, it's kind like, of it's it's off to the side. Like you're just walking by Billy Bob's locker, and he says something like, "He's like singing a song oh, that no, he's no, not afraid of those." I will, I will, no, 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 I will fear this. no bleep yes. from Baneville. It's That's sort of, right. I think he's doing like a in the Valley of the Shadow yes. of Death yes. thing, That's right. yep. which is just <laughs> yep. like. I don't know, cringe at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Coolio's like, keep my shit out of your mouth, kid. <laughs> also, I saw Pulp Fiction too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, this party's pretty wild. Uh, the other thing with Scott Con, it's not in this party scene, but another one. Like Scott Con definitely, even though Billy Bob's got the slurs, Scott Con definitely the most cancelable football player on this oh, team because for- it's it's that fucking line. And then later they're at a practice. It's before they go to the strip club, and he's like talking to James Vanderbeek, and he's like. You know, the thing about girls in this town, whatever it is, they're all panty droppers. Yes. All you got to do oh, is right. give them this pill, that pill, this pill, and a couple of beers, and they yes. drop the, and it's I'm like, Percocet, dude. two Vicodin, and a couple beers. So yeah. when, when they are unconscious and fighting for their lives. Yeah. Well, and again, he doesn't, like, it's just, he's a lovable scamp, is the way it's sort of played. Like, you're, I, not, yeah. supposed to, you're not supposed to like him. And, like, you know, I, I think Vanderbeek's like, are you going to enjoy prison? Hey, <laughs> this knucklehead. Yeah, what a he, knucklehead. There's at least that, but I feel that's a fucking note from Paramount that's like, you know what? <laughs> Somebody's got to tell that kid that that's wrong. My, because this movie, it's written by a guy, W. Peter Illiff. Uh, and I feel like if you look at his IMDb photo, it tells you everything you need to know about this guy. <laughs> Wait, I just on. looked at it. This is fucking great. What? And this is the guy who wrote Patriot Games, Point Break, uh, wow. story, story credit on the remake of Point Break, but that's got to be just characters. Yeah. He wrote the screenplay for that. <laughs> yeah, see, exactly. Like, this is the guy that definitely wrote fucking Varsity Blues, and it's a screenplay that feels like it was written by, like, a first-year screenwriting kid, let's, like 18. Oh, let's come do some on. podcasting here. So this gentleman, a white gentleman, if you could believe it. Uh, <laughs> what? Sandy, wait, wait. Sandy, wait, what uh, color was he? What? Sandy blonde hair, a goatee, big fat cigar in his mouth, and he's wearing a hat that he's made himself Yes, that says Illif on it. But it's got the NFL logo for some reason. He's wearing a backwards hat. Mm-hmm. And in the background, I mean, <laughs> did he just pull this from his Facebook? It's just there's a sign that says no parking anytime. Where is this photo Man, from? His other photos lead me to the same questions. Yes. Oh wow, look at this. this is a, yeah, these are wow. Oh my god, there's something. one where he's like totally drunk and sweaty and he's doing this weird <laughs> pointing at the camera. Oh, there it is. Oh yeah. It says Still got there, that goatee. Peter Illiff, who loves you, baby. I think he thinks this is like his Tinder or something. <laughs> yeah, this is a guy who definitely was friends with Don Simpson. Mm, oh, for sure. Who's oh, Don Simpson? Of uh, Berkheimer and Simpson. Oh, he's huh? the producing partner, but yeah. he died. Oh, right? that died. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. dead the guy. Big, yeah, the Got big it. action guy. Uh, there's Got one it. picture of him in front of an enormous bong. Has anyone gotten to that one yet? Oh fuck! No. I, I decide to st- stop looking. But right, I'll put it in oh, the my... chat. I'll put it in the chat. There's just a picture. It's a bong? in his IMDb it's, that's a painting. There's three bongs tied to a hookah. <laughs> yes, I'm sure oh, it's a problem. Oh, than... what is this? And what is the vacuum cleaner? I don't know, man. My man lived a life, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Tweeter rules. I mean, my favorite part of that scene with uh, Tweeter. There's just a picture of a Tales from the Crypt cover. <laughs> oh my the God. comic. If you go further down, there's an uncropped version of his, the, his main photo, and he's smoking cigars with his son. Dude. Oh. His son, Dane. Oh, that's sweet. Dane, my favorite, I gotta say, Dane's probably what? a listener. Dane, reach out. I finally got to the bong picture on my iPad and like looking at it a little closer here. We're talking. Yeah, like it's a bunch of bongs precariously taped together. There's a hookah there. There's a vacuum cleaner. This guy is just a 50 year old man in a dorm room somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it's like somebody when you're like your dopey fucking drug dealer friend made like a space station with joints and tried to make you smoke it. I don't need this. This is too much complication, buddy. Oh, no. Did you see the picture of him eating the ice cream bar? (laughs) No. Oh, wait. Yes, I do. There it is. (laughs) Wow. That's a great one to put up. Oh, I mean, whatever. I don't know the guy personally, but these are some fucking funny pictures, man. I mean, Uh, the actual... I'm sure he's a nice dude. He's probably a good hang. Seems like a very nice guy. Seems like he would, you know, share whatever stash he has. Sure. But I mean, like the Tweeter storyline, if you were to like just focus on it, it's a Paul Schrader movie. He's got all these pills at home that he's dealing to his fucking classmates. And he's like, remember he gives fucking uh, Lance a a thing of pills and he's like, don't worry, I got plenty more. He's running them over the border. You can can keep this whole bottle. I've got more. By the way, I just texted you guys. I'm sorry. I'm just looking through this whole album, but it looks like he kind of maybe wrote a porno novel. Sure. That makes sense. Did you get the picture? Fast flash to bang time. And there's a a woman, there's a gun that I guess is smoking and there's a a, woman inhaling the smoke from the gun. This is very hot. Is is the gun itself made of smoke? It looks. Uh, I don't light. know, but then there's also just the logo of the FBI. Yes. Yeah, and then uh, and then an adult movie marquee above that. <laughs> I think this looks cool as hell. <laughs> and either Miami or Reno, something back behind it. Maybe Miami. I mean, this makes it. I look don't know. Like it's very sexy to shoot a gun in a woman's face. <laughs> Folks, look um, up the photo if if you want to know more because it's uh, it's seriously a gun pointing at a woman's face and smoke coming out of the barrel and going into her mouth and she looks like she's enjoying it. Um, can we talk about my favorite character in the movie, which is at this party scene? Yeah, sure. um, he is. It's the guy we're talking about the scene anyway. It's when Tweeter's got the the wiffle ball bat. Yes, and there's oh, the yeah. guy from class of eighty at the party. Ooh. I love and, this. Oh man, so. 19 years ago. So this, oh, this yeah. must be from the common. time of this movie. People yeah. in Texas, this probably happens all the time. You get like lecherous older people that are like, I played on the team. I get that. It's a whole out. state full of Woodersons. It's a whole <laughs> exactly. state full of Woodersons. Exactly. And Tweeter just like is like, hey man, let's let's have some fun. And he like just puts a, a potted plant on this guy's head. He's like, I'm going to do William Tell. And he like knocks him in the nuts. <laughs> and it's amazing. But I want this entire, you know, about Paul Schrader movies. I want Paul Schrader's The Hanger On. And it's about <laughs> this dude just getting up hung over the next day being like oh man none of them high school girls fell off the suck your dick tree dude what the fuck what the fuck i, love I just it. i just I gotta know. go to my job tomorrow at radio shack that will never close down 
<laughs> Scott Conn, when he hits him in the nuts, by the way, he says like, oh, you want to be on America's Funniest Home Videos or whatever. And he's got uh, Billy Bob filming it. And he's, after he hits him in the nuts, he says that they ought to call it America's Funniest Shots in the Nuts. <laughs> I mean, he's right, though. That's what that show was, very to true. be fair. That's very all true. it ever was. It was, <laughs> it was like testicular you know, trauma. 90% testicular trauma and then people falling off trampolines. And like some dogs too doing some fun stuff. But that's about some it. cute Dicks dogs. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or like a solid like you spooked your aunt who was coming out of the laundry room or something. Yeah. Like, like that or, kind of shit. But it was predominantly dudes getting hit in the nuts. Yeah, Don't was, pretend it was otherwise. Exactly. Most of it like the most common one was probably like we're going to light the birthday cake and then suddenly someone runs in and punches the dude in the dick while he's trying <laughs> yes. to blow it out. And that was the most common video. I mean, it's, Eric- a guy, it's a guy standing next to a big gorilla and he's getting a little too close to the cage and then some guy runs out and punches him in the nuts, yep. basically. Is that Absolutely. how it works? Yep. Uh, this is also in this party scene. We we are briefly introduced to her at the pep rally, but head cheerleader here, played by Allie Larder. This was her first movie Ever, uh, first movie role ever, and she's playing bah, 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 Darcy is this character's name, and uh, she is dating Paul Walker, of course, the star QB, and they're gonna have a little laundry room fuck fest. Sure, mm-hmm. and like this is where you're like, oh wait, this is a spectacularly horny movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, because she and like she's like taking her underwear off, and he's like. I don't know if I can, baby. And she turns the, the dryer on or, or the washing machine on. It's like, don't worry, baby. Let the dryer do the work. And it's like, this is a movie about children. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, totally. but like Lance, I'm sorry. He's you, you've built this world where the football like he's the QB. He has to have a card that's like, uh, sorry, buddy. Uh, I got to take your parents room and fuck in it. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Uh, I, you know, I got exactly. the card, and you know, I can do it. Like it your pa- be- your parents uh, want me to fuck on exactly. your bed. It'd be hey, an honor honey, for you. Hey, honey, Lance left us a mess, baby. This is amazing. <laughs> honey, honey, put, take some of that cum, put it in you. All right. No, no, maybe it won't work. But listen, maybe we'll get a Lance Harbor baby. There's <laughs> a football hero in her, Jack. <laughs> listen, Marcy, Marcy, before you take it, let me smell it a little bit, just a little bit. <gasps> <laughs> oh, that's the good stuff, baby. Oh, snorted it right into my brain. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Lance. I cannot believe Lance Harbor fucked on my bed. I can't wait to tell the guys at the tackle store. <laughs> I'm going gonna- <laughs> to put on a child's jersey and pretend that I'm him now. He's so cool. Oh, Jesus. I got to get up early tomorrow and get to the plaque store so I can get a Lance <laughs> fucked in my bedroom plaque <laughs> for my house. I, maybe I put it in the office hell marcy what do you think the great thing about it is in this town you don't even have to custom order those they just have a pre-made <laughs> at the hardware store that kid had two thousand yards last year and he fucked in my bed tonight that's amazing <laughs> that child fucked in my bed that two thousand years passing my god my god that's amazing got it into the end zone in here <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, oh so we anyway, to the my kitchen. daughter too oh i'm so honored <laughs> oh that's great i hope he has sex with her some more i also we, love uh, 
Oh, I love uh, Billy Bob and Amy Smart going at each other like it's uh, that the beginning scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark kind of thing. Exactly what I was going to say, dude. Yep. Like she is Marion Ravenwood and Billy Bob is that other lady. <laughs> and they are just doing, they're playing quarters, which is always fucking lethal. Because here's the thing about playing quarters, folks. Mm. Inevitably, I feel like nine times out of ten, we have two quarters opponents. One is really good and one fucking sucks shit. And that's what's going on here. Amy Smart really rules at this and Billy Bob, not so great. And he's got to do one last fucking Boilermaker, dude. And this guy, like the whole room, I think maybe Scott Kahn has the line. Someone's like, "Uh uh-oh, you hear that sound? Billy Bob's going to throw up. (laughs) I mean, in my binge drinking days, there's no worse feeling than you're about to throw up. But you're like, you know what? It's part of whatever bad game I'm playing. <laughs> better do it. And I it's like, better no, do dude. it. I never played quarters. No, I never did no, either. But I, I, played I, I, suck shit. I never had two to rub together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I specifically call recall one time, Steve, we were doing like a, uh, a very like laid back four person power hour. Sure. One year at school, and it was a bad like whoever went on the beer run like totally messed up, and there was a lot of heavy beers. Ooh, that's and bad. I think it was like Sam Adams was one of them or some shit like a heavier beer, and it was like okay, here's the last shot, and like when minute sixty hit. I was in our bathroom and I did the shot and then vomited. I knew I was going to vomit, but yep. You got to finish the game first. <laughs> There's no legal action uh, presented if you can't finish a drinking game. Just a, just a rule for the kids out That's there. Very true. You'll be just fine. Party responsibly. <laughs> Steve, also, exactly. don't puke in a washing machine. Oh, definitely don't puke in a washing machine because that's what Billy Bob does. He also ruins the fucking that's going on. (laughs) I left some hot dogs in there if you get hungry. Oh, Uh, honey, Billy uh, Bob threw up in our laundry machine. (laughs) Our house is twice blessed. (laughs) I'm going back to the hardware store and buying one of them pre-made signs that says Billy Bob threw up in my house. Son, son, eat some of his vomit to give you powers. He's a high school football player. He's the top of the food chain. (laughs) Oh, man. So we cut to this like barbecue that's going on. And this is like, man, this is the line of all these fathers. It's so embarrassing. Uh, Oh, is this a barbecue or this? Is this where they're watching the practice? Like they've literally just. Yeah, it's not the barbecue scene yet, but it's like. These dudes just showed up to watch the practice and they're drinking beers. Like, that's how into it folks are down there with this shit, man. It is a religion. And, it yeah. is bigger than the Lord it, God. It's bigger than religion. I would say it's just, it's finding new public places to get drunk in. Like, <laughs> that's so that is acceptable. That's why everybody's fucking alcoholic in this movie. That's, that's funny, right? There can be multiple, multiple motivations, Chris Cabin. If football right. is in the air, you can drink all you want, but if you drink outside beyond that in the United States, you'll be murdered. I, I'm amazed <laughs> they even make his Mox's mother is an alcoholic. Like they're, it's, she's in got the a bur- margarita in her hand. Yeah, and the, the <laughs> yep. barbecue scene. It's like the fear and loathing scene where they all turn yes. into reptiles. It's ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, again, we, like, we can get to it right now because yeah. it actually turns out it's right. It's right here after the practice. But and yeah. this is when like the um, Mox's dad, Harper's dad, are going at her about 
whose son's better. It's like, yeah, well, you're shouldn't. And I mean, also, like, obviously, Lance Harbor is better because he's the fucking quarterback. He's the, yeah. he's the starting the starter, quarterback. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah, that's, that's, you that's know, a, 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 end, a end of argument. A team of professionals evaluated the two of them and figured out which one was better. High school administrators or whatever. I mean, what's a what's a coach at the end of the day? Right? You're you're paid and you're registered by the state as an actual coach. Like, listen, down there, you can't just be some fucking Joe Schmo off the street. There's like registration involved. They better, like they better shit, registrate dude. these guys because right when they're done, they could move them right to the sex offender registry. <laughs> wow. Move it right over. Well, Lance is definitely the better football player. But you know that Mox boy, he has a TV show that's very popular. A teenage <laughs> soap opera. I mean, he must be, he has to shuttle back and forth all the time, it seems. Yeah, yeah but know? to be fair, uh, I believe Harbor's going to have the bigger career in the films, okay? <laughs> Harbor's going to be in all sorts of teen films and move on to some car movies. Well, 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 he might he might do that, but he was going to flame out spectacularly because... <laughs> But oh, my boy geez. here, my boy here's got Moxie. <laughs> Mox. Is it better than oh, the question is, is it better to bird bird out or fade away? That's true. Those are the two. That's the right. That, mm-hmm. Someone make well, a meme of personally, that Paul Walker's photo and James Vanderpeek's <laughs> one fading away like back to the future. Personally, I'd rather not die in a fiery car wreck. I <laughs> sure. have no chance That's- of escaping from. Here's a line that I don't know if I heard properly, but see what you guys think here. The dads at one point at the start of the scene, I could have sworn are talking about one of them is intentionally holding back one of the kids an extra year so that when he's like of football playing age, he's like older and bigger than some of the other kids. Did you catch that line? I missed yes. I missed it, but that makes total sense. I and think it's, that's it's the, something about like, oh, don't worry about being left behind. It's all right. Something. And I was like, wait, what nefarious shit is going on here with this kid's <laughs> I life? I think that's standard in Texas. Everyone's left behind like two or three years so they can get beefy for the games. <laughs> yeah, we got him a gym membership for his uh, third birthday. Uh, we just well, want to get him in there and start getting him well, ready for the I field. will say an astonishing amount of these seniors are 18 years old. I mean, they're just trying to get around some of the dicier parts of this movie. But obviously, you know, some of it's mm-hmm. like uh, they got left back at least. Oh, yeah. They're like 38 yeah. or something. <laughs> I love this loser father falling into the fucking fence because he can't catch this <laughs> very, very fucking weak pass from James Vanderbeek. Does he get hit and in the face? He does. Well, well, he gets that, hit in the face after that, yeah. Because then it's like, all right. So well, he's humiliated twice at this party. Rules. Exactly. Fuck and then like guy. the guy <laughs> the guy is like giving him <laughs> shit. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, let's finally see. Here, I'm going to put a beer can on my head and. Uh, my son, uh, Paul Walker, is going to do an awesome job of knocking it off, and I'll be fine. And then it's like, why don't you do it? And then, like, everyone, it, it does turn into this, like, really nasty, again, the direction's all over in this movie, this like, really nasty kind of, like, almost trippy kind of, like, everyone's like, do it, do it, do it. You're, like, getting inside uh, Vanderbeek's yeah. head, including uh, baby Jesse uh, Plemons. And to spite his father, he breaks his fucking nose in a big, bad way. <laughs> The line that sets him off is when the dad just goes, you fire that fucking pigskin. <laughs> I'm just surprised that they were allowed to reference William Tell without like someone being beaten up for book learning. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wait, All right, first he's going to throw the football and get the can off my head, and then we're going to kick your ass for being a nerd. That William Tell better have been a member of Jethro Tull, <laughs> or we're going to beat the shit out if of you not, here. your teeth's getting knocked out. Coincidentally, by the way, we're talking about Paul Schrader. William Tell is the name of the Oscar Isaac character in his new film, The Card Counter. There you wow. go. There's something. Wow. There's something. <laughs> Little nugget. Little nug, dude. Uh, oh, this is the so we get the sex ed scene right around here, which we pretty much covered. Although I have to say, one of the best things purple this, yogurt slinger. Before the purple yogurt slinger, when the teacher is because she's trying to say, like, okay, we're gonna say some of the, you know, slang for, you know, these organs and whatnot, and then we're gonna get rid of them. We're gonna say it and get rid of them, or whatever she, you know, we're gonna just say penis and vagina the whole time. And so she asks for what are some of these slang terms? And this guy in the front row, sheepishly raising his hand, going, uh, is boner one of them? <laughs> like, dude, you know it is. You know it is, Craig. Come on, is, man. Come on. Like the, the football team is eating all the oxygen in school. This is your time to shine. Say boner with some pride. Totally. The teacher is literally asking you to say boner. It's the one time you can say it and not get in trouble. It would be funny if he just completely beefed it like, uh, uh, bony? <laughs> that's that's one, right? A bony? I got a bony. Uh, I, I got a booner. I got a booner, baby. Get ready for oh, the no, booner. Oh, no, I got a rock hard bony. Bar, I've got a booner. Uh, how about an afternooner for my booner? I, I get out of here, George. I have a stiffite, right? That's one. <laughs> a, sti a stiffite. Is it not? It's You're an anti-stiffite. Oh, it's so oh, stiffy. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I lost again. Uh, I do. Uh, Billy, the important part about this scene is Billy Bob has to go to the bathroom. He starts throwing up because in the game that we saw, he gets his, yes. what we used to call, he got his bell rung before a concussion was a word. Um, <laughs> and so he's like really struggling. And then like he has to go to the nurse. And this is when you see what a piece of shit uh, Kilmer is. And he's like, you could take the rest of the day off, boy, but you got to be at practice. You're going to be just yeah. fine. Do you, do you care about the team? You better play tonight, boy. You better play tonight. And it's like he fucking, he twists it so that like he, because he tells Billy Bob to just like sit in the nurse's office for the rest of the day. And he's like, take advantage. Just hang out here. Do nothing. Take advantage. Rest up. As in like, you know, isn't it so cool? You can just hang out in the nurse's office all day. Meanwhile, like, yeah, this dude could have a fucking serious brain bleed going on. <laughs> and also you see in the other game, also uh, right before it, Paul Walker is getting some like leg injection kind of a thing. So like there's all sorts of uh, what do you call it there? Uh, un underhanded ooh, stuff. Ooh, man. Listen, listen, I don't know what's in the vaccine. I ain't going to get it. You know, yeah, put that fucking weird liquid in my knee right now. I got to play football. <laughs> He's uh oh what is it I uh it's a oh I mean it's a painkiller injection they're they're numbing him up so he can't he's like Morphine. injured and not that extreme heroin <laughs> he's yeah. yes yep it's heroin throw right me in your the knee. ball throw it to me right now throw it here <laughs> like a like a fucking like corticosteroid or something like that to just like. You know, the whole thing is John Voight has all these injured players that he's forcing to play hurt by injecting them with shit. 
That's yeah. totally illegal. It's totally normal. No, that's just how you win ball games, son. All, all right, son. You gotta come in here. I got the got the Weapon X program for you, boy. You're gonna have adamantium skeletons. Now, now, Lance, you come in here. I, this is where the gamma bomb's gonna go off. Oh, you gotta get get Rick get Rick Jones out of there. Get Ricky Jones out of there. Who gave this that's boy right. claws? He's breaking up a football and popping. <laughs> that's right. I got a soup. I got call him the X Men. God damn it! <laughs> All right, Billy Bob, get in this experimental chamber now. All right, now sit down here. This radioactive spider is just gonna bite your hand, <laughs> Billy Bob. Oh, dude, big fat Spider-Man signed me up. Oh, that rule. Totally. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. got to be some sort of what if horse shit where like Rhino gets bit yeah, by the radioactive spider, right? You know, into the Spider-Verse, where's the fat one? How about yeah. that? How yeah. about the body some, positivity? I want to see some webs go around the Chrysler building and take it half of it down with him. <laughs> I want to see Jesus. myself on screen. How about yeah, that? Yes, a mirror. <laughs> Uh, so we, we have like the next big game and yes, Billy Bob playing, you know, really uh, seriously injured here fucking says to, you know, he's on oxygen. Here's the thing. He's on the bench with oxygen attached to him. And Voight is like, okay, I need you one last time. One last drive, Billy Bob, get back out there. And he fucking collapses on the line. Like right as the snap happens, is there no second stringer? Come on. That's the yeah. That's again why John Void is a terrible fucking football coach in this movie, man. And so he collapses. The defense breaks through immediately. Paul Walker gets fucked up by these dudes. Totally blasts his knee out. And the crazy one of the crazier parts of this movie is Paul Walker's own father. They cut to him in the stands. He stands up and like puts his hands on top of his head and just goes, oh, no, don't do this to me. <laughs> to me. <laughs> to me. You yeah. fucking asshole. Oh, my God. Every parent in this movie is a piece of shit. Because wasn't he going to go like play football somewhere? Uh, Miami, I think, or Florida, whatever. Florida, yeah. Florida, Florida, Florida State yes. or some shit. Yeah. yeah. So like it's a big school. He's gonna go there and he's gonna maybe could, have a career, but everyone in this stupid town thought, well, maybe high school is the most important thing in the world. Exactly. Wouldn't it be awesome if you had a uh, a kid that went on to play in the NFL? That'd be like that you could put on a fucking billboard. Not well, this you, is that other thing, right? Is like he's been this father and probably the mother too. Like they've been plotting. Yeah, all these years, like, and then when he's finally in the NFL, we're gonna be rich. Exactly, he's gonna be our little fucking money train. You know, and don't now, even worry about it. We're gonna be set for life. But fucking John Void is too busy trying to win the game against Shittington or wherever they're playing against. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? We're gonna play hard against Shittington. <laughs> uh, Shittington up by ten in the break. <laughs> And then this wow, again. we just we just really squeaked one by there, Shittington. We had to really squeeze it out, but we squoze out that victory against Shittington. I can't believe my own son messed his leg up playing Shittington. I better put this pillar over his head tonight. <laughs> oh man! Oh, those fucking up those uptight Shittington girls think they're so great. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm here talking to uh, Bubba Tiny Dick Dixon about the game between the Coyotes and the and the Shitville Shitters tonight. <laughs> like, I think it's more important. Like, oh, cool, this kid went on to do something outside of my little fucking sphere. No, your life only no. matters for four years. Oh man, and it's he scored like fourteen four- to eighteen. Four touchdowns against Shittington. That is a day I'll always remember. 
Wow, man. Four <laughs> touchdowns against Shittington. We flushed those fuckers. Yeah, I got so much shitty ass that night. <laughs> it's, it's funny. I keep on hearing Shittington, and I hear it more as like, oh, Shittington FC. Oi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Looks like Shittington FC has been relegated once again. <laughs> oh, back down you go, Shittington FC. Oh, no. The Shittington keeper has gone down. He's down for the season. Oh, That's going to hurt Shittington's chances. Quite a spell of grass burn there. Oh, oh what you're, a spot. Oh, you're for Shittington. You're bollocks, mate. You're bollocks <laughs> if you're for Shittington, mate. Uh, uh, that's great. Uh, so the thing that's <laughs> fucked up also is like, he obviously Paul Walker has to come off the field. I have to say props to Paul Walker really selling this fucking energy. This guy is screaming on this football yes. field. He's doing a really good job here. So then it's like they're all, like the entire stadium. These two guys that we keep cutting to in the announcers booth who shock of all shocks, real Texas high school football announcers. Oh, you can smell it. actors. No. Yep. Oh, you definitely can. Uh, wait, wait, wait. That's everyone real? is like. Those two dudes are real, they, real announcers. And yeah. They'd announce, is it just at the game or are they putting this on like television or, or radio in a real way? Probably ra- local in radio, Texas, I'd imagine. Yeah. In yeah, Texas, radio. it's it's definitely radio, but like, especially nowadays, would not shock me if that's that also television. really weird, yeah. man. Do and back then, a- I mean, only 20 years ago, like it was definitely on like public television or something. If shit. we started obsessing over high school students, suddenly it's a problem. <laughs> But they could do it all they want. Well, look, Eric, the only way that Bubba Tiny Dick Dixon is going to make a living (laughs) is if he has this job talking about children playing a sport. Uh, It's fucking bizarre to me. That's all. And I'm from the same goddamn nation, apparently. (laughs) Now, listen, there's a lot of uh, 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 weird stuff going on. They call me Bubba Tiny Dick because my penis is very small. (laughs) My name is not Richard, just to be clear. I want to be really clear about that. I'm also boys. Uh, I have some terrible news <laughs> I have to report today. Bubba Tiny Dick Dixon, who we all know and love, the best nose tackle this team has ever seen, is transferring to Shittington. <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe it. You know, we are going to set fire to that fat boy's car right now. I heard he actually found the dick sucking tree and I couldn't find it to suck. If you know and, what I'm saying, and he won't share. <laughs> he won't share his believe- tiny dick with any of us. <laughs> Uh, but the funny thing is, all of these people, once Paul Walker has to come off the field, they're like, well, the game is totally over with now. Yes. We may as well forfeit. And then, like, fucking uh, Voight has to be like, all right, Mox, get out here. You're going in, boy. And everyone is like, this fucking piece of shit. He's going to lose this goddamn game for us. Kilmer, you got to just fucking call it, man. Don't even let him play. Like, they're so disgusted yeah. that James Vanderbeek is going in. You can't let a book reader in a football game. <laughs> <laughs> don't mess it all up. They don't know what to do with the ball. They'll probably try to put it down and hit it with a mallet. <laughs> All right, now this ain't no slap. This ain't no slapstick boxing. You better be eating the breakfast of champions right now, motherfucker. <laughs> You're going to be singing the sirens of Titan by the end of this night, motherfucker. This is football. <laughs> Just screaming motherfucker at kids. That's exactly <laughs> what this is. You ain't no dead-eyed dick from where I'm sitting. I'm going to tell you what. We're going to run the cat's cradle on three. Go. <laughs> 
Boy, you naming football plays after <laughs> books over there or what? We could change the uh, author if you like there, coach. We can go Hemingway <laughs> next. Okay, the, the sun also rises on five. Go! <laughs> Uh, but no, he comes uh, in and he he wins. He, he does a great pass. He does right? a forty-yard pass. He, he, and, yep, yep, he shuts him the fuck right up. A forty-yard bomber. Dude. He also, I, I think it's because they're trying to like stop the clock or something. He hits the uh, the Shittington Bear mascot <laughs> in the face, <laughs> which is which is oh, good. I do love it's so great. Uh, that's gotta be that's like intentional grounding at least. Like that doesn't count. Sorry, when you like pass to no one. Yeah, I mean, you could kind of. I was watching it in the first one. Yeah, the second time he does it to that guy on the fucking horse, that's definitely intentional grounding. But mm-hmm. the first time, I think you could make the argument there's like a dude like way off to the side, and it could be like I was trying to throw to Jenkins. <laughs> Got and it. It's just definitely that's not. just Texas style football. You huck it at the nearest person <laughs> off the sides, and then uh, you put some beans on it. <laughs> if you injure somebody then, from the audience, you get an extra 10 points. Yeah, we do a death race 2000 rules, okay? So, now if he, if he could if he could get throw that football at a uh at a at a hospital full of full of injured people, you get a lot of points right there. Uh but very important to note right here, John Voigt calls some fucking play and James Vanderbeek's like this guy's an idiot and he changes the play, calls his own shit. And literally himself scores the winning touchdown. He runs it into the end zone. And John Voight is like fuming, which is hilarious. It's so awesome watching this guy get upset this whole movie. He's a piece of shit. It's great. You I got, love you seeing it. You won. You won. Why don't you just yeah. embrace this? Because guess what? Because we are a running team. We are a running team. Unless, we don't throw the football. Unless you have adamantium to put into Paul Walker, <laughs> you should fucking adjust. <laughs> yes, exactly. You should be thankful. Like, oh, shit. I thought the season was over. I've got a totally good, maybe even better quarterback. You know, That's just good news. Swallow your pride yep. for a second and just be like, you done good today, boy. And then go yeah. to the shit bar and stew on your yes. own. No, he can't. Yep. He can't stand to watch a reader win, Eric. He can't do it. It pisses him off. Because he's you know, never. Dude, one thing: readers never win, and winners never read. So that's how it works. <laughs> he never learned to read or write. I think that's why he resents him so much. Uh, at the hospital, you found out that uh, Paul Walker is out for at least eighteen, and it's all this like terrible shit where the dad is like, "How long is he out? Not as, is my son okay? Because he's a yep. real fucking piece of shit." And it's like, oh, he's out uh, for 18 months. If he ever plays again, he had scar tissue on his knee. He shouldn't have been playing at all. And John Voight's like, well, I, I don't know. And then it's kind of weird because like, yeah, it's it's that, uh, you know, I found an awful lot of scar tissue down there. And then John Voight's like, Oh, you know what, James Vanderbeek? Maybe you get on home now. You get on home. And like yes. he leaves. And then Allie Larder's like, Oh, well, I know my boyfriend just had this career ending football injury, but uh gotta go. And like runs after Vanderbeek, just looking for looking for the next QB. Unfortunately, and that's what this character's it doing. Ends up being extremely sad what we find out when she's just like, I would I just want to be attached to a like a football guy because it's the literally only way to leave this town. Well, let's talk about that yep. because it's, it's a thread that gets dropped immediately. She's in like two and a half scenes in this movie, yeah. even though the one, and I'll, I'll let me pull it up because it's 
the worst piece of IMDb trivia I've ever pulled up. But she's like, you know, she comes on to him and she's like driving in his car. She's like, mind if I get changed? And he's like, well, why? I, I don't suppose so. I don't want your life either. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to be clear. I do, I do not want to be a cheerleader. I don't, I don't worry. I say this to everybody. Uh, whenever <laughs> I don't want to be what they are, I just tell them, I don't want your life. What's also wild about it, though, is like she's changing and everything. And again, horniest movie I've watched Oof. in a really long mm-hmm. time. Like she's just like running her tongue around her lips, like repeatedly, yes. like while yeah. she's changing. And James Vanderbeek's doing a really bad job of like not looking, you know? Well, that's the weirdest part about this movie. So much of it is like, oh, my God, look at these sad old fucks. They want to, like, live through these kids. Here's a movie where you want to live through these kids. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the wish fulfillment angle of this movie is so bizarre. If we didn't focus on the parents' wishes much at all or, you know, and Voight was just this foil and and we had sexy shenanigans, it, it might feel more right. Yes. Um, yeah, it's, it's weird though with Vander, I mean, like, yeah, I, I do think you're mostly right, Steve, but like what he winds up doing, like with Allie Larder, like sort of takes that the other way. Well, you know what I mean? She invites him to his house, to her house. And he's like, you know, this is the uh, Muslim brotherhood scene. We'll call that. Uh, Uh, he's at a condom, he's at a, a, a convenience store and he's like, should I be a good guy? Should it be the guy that I want to be? What uh, I'm buying condoms. I'm going to her house. So he goes <laughs> and she's like, hey, and she's like not dressed. You know, she's just kind of dressed in like a hoodie and like t-shirt. She's like, oh, I didn't think you're coming over. And he's like, uh, can I still come in? She's like, sure. Let me. Do you want a, a do you want a, a, a what do you call it? a Sunday? And he's like, ice cream Sunday. Well, I suppose so. That, that, that would be totally fine. I suppose. Uh, well, I do have a bit of a sweet tooth after all. I don't want your life, but I want <laughs> your sweets. I'm, I must have drank me about 15 Dr. Peppers. Because <laughs> he is kind of sounding like virus fucking gum. He is definitely doing that. But I mean, like, and also the thing is, like, dude, if you're like, you know, you're, you're doing the thing, like, do I want to cheat on my girlfriend, my high school girlfriend, et cetera, et cetera? What do I do here? Figure that out before you get to her house. And also definitely figure that out before this woman comes out in a whipped cream bikini. Yeah. And then you have to be like, oh, this is too much. It's like, wow, I feel like a total asshole. It further establishes. You know what, dude? Like, you gotta, you gotta have sex with that girl. Yeah. <laughs> like, you went this far, dude. Like, she's coming yep, out with yep. fucking dessert accoutrement <laughs> over her genitals. It's too embarrassing like, not You have to. to have sex with her. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, I, God this, damn. This is in this movie. It's like to show that he's got this moral character because he read it yes. in a book or something, I guess. Because he's the yes, only I, person who's not a fucking monster in this town. I, yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, be, but, you like, know, she, uh, let me be honest with you, Ali Larder. My dick don't work. It just, it just don't work. So uh, sorry. <laughs> I, th- I thought it was going to work. It ain't going to work. After games, it just don't it don't get up. I, I don't know what the problem is. But I mean, she has to go into the shower immediately. Yes. Yeah. Because oh, like, you've got stickiness that you don't want. The other stickiness, not the stickiness uh-huh. you were expecting tonight. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, I am trivia. Like, oh, sure. Order. Yeah. What is this bit here? The scene in which Allie Larder appears basically naked, but for the whipped cream bikini, a gen- is generally regarded as the film's most iconic scene and possibly the most iconic moment of Allie Larder's career. Uh, <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, no, no, no. <sighs> just, just keep that off come the fucking on. IMDb, goddammit. See, the pro- part you, of the like, problem. Whatever fucking basement dwelling loser wrote that shit <laughs> they, they got rid of the message boards so these people are like you haven't heard the last of me 
<laughs> I want to talk about the fucking whipped cream bikini. I think about it all the time. I think about it all the time. <laughs> I'll talk about it in trivia. <laughs> uh, a, a somewhere a, like a little before that happens, and it, it doesn't matter, but um, just thinking again on the fucking horniness of this movie, there's a scene, or is it right after he turns her down? He goes and buys beer. And yeah. he gets like a, or he's going to buy a soda. Yes. And then the guy's like, oh, you don't want that. And gives him like a six pack for free, which he takes. And he's just kind of walking around town drinking. And at the party that he is, it, this does happen before the whipped cream bikini. Yeah. Because at the party, he has just dropped Ali Larder off at fucking Scott Kahn's Kyle Tweeter character steals a police car yeah and then so this is the police car comes back and he's got the sirens on and the lights and james vanderbeer Veek, it's kind of funny he he uh hides the beer behind him really quickly but then it's scott con with three women and they're all nude in this police car sure. and they're yes. all like getting ready for this fucking huge goddamn mm-hmm. devil's advocate orgy <laughs> and i'm like this is the horniest fucking movie listen james Vanderbeek. i want to assure you that these girls are criminally underage and we're talking about <laughs> yes. sophomore tongue bath yes sophomore oh that's right and, he definitely says they're sophomores uh, right and, yikes. and Vanderbeek and scott con are known to be 18 capital y yikes and yeah <laughs> but the thing is he picks up his he, he goes up to james vanderby he's like hey man you want in and it's like dude i am not going to jail tonight man I, that is like one of those you, do you want to be in a documentary in five years like no nah, dude i don't i'd rather go home <laughs> yeah, and totally. because when when those three girls inevitably wind up murdered in the woods, <laughs> the fucking documentary is getting yeah. made and Vanderbeek and Scott Connor going down. Yeah, Tweeter, uh, the other book I read was In Cold Blood. I'm not going with you tonight. Sorry. <laughs> Yo, dude, you want to be in a true crime documentary in about 10 years? Come on in. <laughs> Yo, man, I read all about what was going on in them Robin Hood Hills murders, man. I'm not getting fucking wrongfully accused like the fucking West Memphis Three. Dude, all I know is that a co- couple of years, I'm going to have a one-on-one conversation with Miss Sarah Koenig. All right, all right. <laughs> oh, yeah. NPR is going to explore my ass. <laughs> or it's going to be great, man. They're going to put a show out. It's going to be sponsored by MailCamp, the whole thing. Yeah, explore, exploit, whatever. <laughs> there is a fucking hilarious line that Allie Larder has when she's inviting Vanderbeek to the dessert soiree where she goes uh it's half off night at the gun club my folks never get home before midnight (laughs) just yeah dude just kicking back some beers at the gun club (laughs) but she's known to be i mean like her house is amazing she's rich they even say at a certain point i think he he's trying to tell uh, uh amy smart that she's not quite so dumb she's like no she got straight a's like why? I mean, I, and I under—I totally understand people get stuck in small towns, et cetera, et cetera. But this girl, if she's rich and has good grades, can go to any college she wants, and that yep. could be off-site. That could be. But she's insecure. Away. She's insecure. Steve is the whole point. And, also, you might be—you know—they say like, "Oh, she gets A plus." The only thing you remember about Ellie Larder's character is the, yes. the fucking bikini. So why the fuck would I think like remember her as being smart? Or being from a good family, if the only thing that they're focusing on is that shit. 
Well, the character disappears after this scene. He says no. Uh, he leaves her in the uh, whipped cream bikini. And then like the next day, she's like, that was really sweet. I can't believe what a nice guy you are. Thanks for like making me feel like a fool in my own home. <laughs> and then she's out of the movie, like totally out of the movie, which is like, yeah. okay, you kind of need to finish that character one way or another. Uh, no. It is weird, right? Because it's like right when it's like, Oh, there's no possibility for sex between her and one of the main characters. Yes. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, I don't have any opinions. I have no inner life. Goodbye. <laughs> Wait a second. Did I there's hear, another Did I hear this right? Not only so you turn so you left act one because he's broken, I get that. And you you got turned down by this one? That's it. Bus out of town. I will have no daughter of mine not be with a football player. <laughs> did you do the whipped cream? Baby, did you do the whipped cream bikini? And he still said no. God damn it! Oh, I, I got it. Was gonna work. Oh, I gotta get my mox plaque. I guess. Oh, I have to return it. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't be, come in my bed, you idiot. You he didn't be, make him come in my bed. <laughs> you should be more like your sister. You know, young, naked in a police car with some guy <laughs> named Tweeter. <laughs> It's kind of funny because the second they drop Allie Larder's storyline from the movie, they immediately pick up and then totally more or less drop off another thing where they're in this hallway and Wendell is like, and just a reminder, Wendell is the black character. He's like, listen, man, uh, you know, Kilmer is a fucking racist, dude. Have you ever noticed how like, we drive down the field and he has no problem giving me the ball. But when it comes time to get into the end zone, he's always giving it to Tweeter. That guy's a fucking racist. And James Vanderbeek is like, well, don't worry about it, Wendell, because this next game that's coming up, I'm definitely getting you in the end zone. You have fucking scouts coming the whole thing, right? Yep. And then the game that comes next is the one where they're all hung over. Yeah, that's they a good fucking point. blow it. He doesn't give him the ball. Like, he gives him the ball in the big game at the end of the movie, where I guess maybe a scout is also. But, like, they never really address, like, the John Voight shit. Like, I need a thing where, like, because the only, I mean, yeah, John Voight is a racist. He's calling this dude boy through the whole movie. Like, you fucking get that. Like, it's it's there, but, like, they kind of just sort of dip their toe in it. And I need that to go a little further, too. I need John Voight getting called out for that shit. Yes, it, it it doesn't make any sense. I mean, it, it, this movie does this all the time. It just like it has stuff, and it just like it like sands through the hourglass. It's gone. <laughs> it's also important to note that in this exchange with Allie Larder, where she's like, "Thanks for fixing my life, Mox," she <laughs> gives him like a a like a you know larger than just friends kiss on the mouth, and Amy Smart sees what's going on here and is not too pleased about it. And like even that thread, because she's like, you know what? Oh, you think you're too big for your britches, Mox? I'm. We're breaking up. And like, that's cool. And then like later in the movie, he like goes to her job, and this is when she's like, she's serving burgers at a drive-through window, and like to get rid of. I him. think this place. Speaking of uh, fucking Wooderson, I think this drive-in place here, the burger place, is in Dazed and Confused. Oh, really? That yeah. Makes sense. Same restaurant. Yeah, I think it's when they're playing uh, Frampton Comes Alive and Dazed and Confused. <laughs> this seems like the same place. And, and, um, but she like gets rid of him. But like, there's no big at the end of the movie. She's just like, yay, Mox, you won the game. As opposed like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it, is it about their romance? Is it not? Because it doesn't seem like it is. It's not really right. No. Like, if it were like you'd first of all, there would be a scene at some point towards the end of the movie where 
you know, they hook up somewhere. Yeah. Like for a couple that's dating, there's not a lot of action going on here. Uh, or like in the epilogue, instead of just like his fucking weird Richard Dreyfus narration, it's like <laughs> maybe it's like an epilogue and it's like. You know, and then a year later, like she came to school also in Rhode Island and mm-hmm. words and, you know, you see them together on a college campus or some shit. But it's like by the end of the movie, she's drank the Kool-Aid just as much as anyone else. And she's like, fucking do the football. Do it. <laughs> uh, you did it soulfully. Good for you. You did the football soulfully. Good. This is when we get a ton of nudity in this horny movie because we go to a strip club oh, to man. stick it. I was to, oh to stick it to Kilmer. I guess I yeah. don't know. I think it's like uh, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I think it's a boys night out because like bonding. Paul Walk, yeah, Paul Walker like just got out of the hospital, so they're like taking him out. Morale. Sort of like we're still all friends. Yeah, I mean. Every waking moment of James Vanderbeek's life is thinking how to fuck over Coach Kilmer. So maybe it, it does go into it a little bit here. But, like, I was surprised. I couldn't believe, like, I don't, maybe there's some sort of alternate TV cut or something, Chris. Because I did not remember the nudity in this movie. This much being nudity. This extreme. There's tons of nudity here. It's quite a lot. Uh, it's. I mean, the whole thing. Wouldn't you just be, like, immediately, like, Oh yeah, yeah. Your teacher's going to be up on stage in a minute. Yeah, yeah. Your teacher's <laughs> yes. going to be up on stage in a minute. Yeah, yeah. You know, everybody, all, all of us know the teacher's going to be up on stage in a minute. But no, it's yeah, supposed to be a big and, surprise. You know, I will say that, like, you know, we we're mentioning the nudity and stuff because it's jarring nowadays. But like, eh, we should kind of get back a little bit to this. Maybe meet him halfway. No, yeah. I, I don't. I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. But I think you're right. Like, just like because like shit like this doesn't happen anymore. So you're like, my God, movies had new to Right. And, you yeah, know, it, and this is, what's also jarring is because it's like it's a it's a high school set movie, which I mean, those like teen sex comedies kind of went by the wayside. And you would always have like thrillers or whatever with with nudity. But now the like whatever thrillers do get made now, you know, don't. Yeah. So it's yeah. it just seems weird to go back well, and watch an old like this was kind of a late era for the like yes. teen sex comedy. Well, th- but th- that's despite, this does feel a little late, yeah. American Pie, of course, which is the well, same this is year. The, yeah, th- this same is, year, yeah. same year. The age of DVD had a ton of nudity. I feel like the the, the classic like early nineties, late oh, early aught like late nineties, early aughts had like yeah. Just just nudity scenes for no reason, just so you'd buy the DVD and buy the unrated cut. Like it was Absolutely. all like girl, girls gone wild esque kind of shit. You right, know what I mean? Right. You're right. You're right. It's it's just interesting to see what has changed. Like what oh, yes. Obama banned it or something? Or? We've gone yeah, too far sure. the other way, for sure. <laughs> like I, I think that there would like, some nudity would be like you know, substantial nudity insofar as like it matters, as opposed to just some character takes her top off. But you know, yes. guess, well, this at least you're in a fucking strip club. It totally makes sense to have nudity right. here. You I, know what I'm sure. I guess what now? I guess what happened is no one wants to do R-rated movies anymore, and everyone yes. in the film industry is the son of someone in the film industry, so they can't have a they can't take a risk. No. Yeah, and sex, they they just don't know. Also, they don't, everything's sexless now. Like, yeah. none of the, the Avengers do not fuck, for sure. Right, because it's, right, right. Because now everything is just for kids. This is supposed to be for kids who are about to become, you know, adults. Adults, like 17, well, 18 year old. Like, it, it's weird. I got to say, it's very weird that, like, the two choices on nudity they make is strip club. That makes sense. It could have been in the background and not such like a, here's the show, fellas. Right. But uh-huh. uh, here, but the other one, it's weird that the other nudity is the sophomore girl. 
in yes. the front. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's yes. a little oh, weird yeah. that, that they're like, this is a sophomore and you saw her boobies. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, like, it's okay. for the dads. It's for the dads, yeah. my friend. Yeah. I see that, this is a good point because it's just like adult nudity seems to, to make more sense. <laughs> Sure. For, I agree. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm very into adult uh, adult nudity. <laughs> Here's one thing. Uh, oh, put that on your fucking tombstone, <laughs> Steve Sadek. I'm very into adult nudity. Uh, I don't care. Here's the thing: football star or no, Billy Bob is getting arrested at this strip club. Oh, for you sure. You do not oh, get yeah, up yeah. on no, stage. You, you do, do not touch those women. Like, no. and the bouncer that comes no. out, like, all right, Bill, you see the ponytail on this guy? Yes. That guy doesn't give I a flying fuck about I, high school. Maybe football. it's implied that this whole football team will fucking murder every single person in here if we don't <laughs> let them do what they want. I feel like arrested is one thing, but this kid would be beaten within an inch of his life. That's what you, if you fuck around in a strip club like that, dude. That's People actually not, true. Like, we're not going to call the cops, but uh, we're going to hit you with a bunch of pipes out behind yeah. the dumpster. You bleed <laughs> exactly. to death on the sidewalk outside. Yeah, you should have gotten a wrestler. There, dude, he's, he's like, <laughs> he's like, yo, it's a strip club, man. I'm stripping. I'm working tonight. And it's yeah. like, no, sir. You know what? You're not getting on the stage. You're certainly not touching this woman. And just come this way. I'm going to show you my collection of fucking metal baseball bats. <laughs> yeah, why did why didn't, totally wild? Why didn't they just cast a wrestler to be the bouncer and like take Billy Bob out by the scruff of the neck or the scruff of the skin, I guess, since he's shirtless <laughs> in this? Yeah, dude. I mean, no stranger to stripper movies. Get fucking Kevin Nash. Get that guy in there. He fucking choke slams him or something. <laughs> well, maybe not choke slams. He does something to him. Yeah. 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 He then, suffers through a line of dialogue and he's off. Coach, Coach Kilmer <laughs> has to inject shit in his neck. <laughs> Definitely, but so the next uh, day they, they yeah. really hung over and they blow the game against uh, Shittington uh, yet again. Uh, the the yeah. whole sh- stripper, te- the teacher stripping. Oh yes, of I course. just want to mention hot for teacher, pretty on oh. the nose. And it's like, is that diegetic sound or non diegetic sound? Because they're like, oh shit, it's the teacher. But the teacher I'll wouldn't. Stri- the teacher wouldn't strip to that if she was trying to hide that she's no, the but teacher. she's she I comes know. up with a chalkboard, dude. Like that's her act. It's she's theme. The, she's the stripping teacher who is also a stripping teacher. Like it's a, <laughs> that's which is insane. Eric, to, that's how yeah. you lose your job. Eric, to answer your question about what's going on in the diegesis here, mm-hmm. it's definitely diegetic sound because at one point I don't remember which actor, but one of the guys sitting at the table is singing along to it. And wow. he is in like he's his mouth is clearly in sync with the lyrics. So like, yeah, okay, no, yeah. that makes total sense. It just feels like that song is for us to know who she is. Oh yeah, yeah, it's definitely that. And it serves both ways. Yeah, I, I, but like, let me tell you, Hot for Teacher has played at every strip club in the United States I, of America. Oh, There's sure. no doubt in my mind. Th- that's not, but that's not nearly as bad as a goof up as Thunder. I. If I was hung over a shit and was forced to play a football game, the the thing that expressed my emotions would not be ACDC's house <laughs> no. rocking thunderstruck. <laughs> it would be one of the scratcher recordings from a Daniel Johnston tape. Like just absolutely just barely audible, mostly annoying. Yeah, it would be off of Michael Hurley's fucking armchair rock or whatever. Uh, because it'd just be like some old whistly noise that just makes you feel very, very uncomfortable. Man, but this montage of them just getting the shit kicked out of them is pretty great. If only because it's more John Voight getting furious. Love it. Love seeing this guy have his fucking shit 
rain down on half of this movie. So like that, he, he rips into the team afterwards. Yeah. He they is having 20 fun. to two, by the way. Yeah. He's, uh, he's having fun yelling at this, this heavy kid for sure. That's part of it. Like uh, John yep. Boyd is an actor. John Boyd is a person. Yeah. Yep. He's loving mm-hmm. it. He's taking mm-hmm. it in. Mm-hmm. He loved yelling at this guy. Absolutely. Uh, also, here's the thing that I want to know about. I want to know where the fucking snitch is here. Is it yes. one of these guys? Is it the teacher? Because somehow John Voigt knows about the strip club, and that's infuriating. Does well, he, he, he says he, he hopes last night was fun. I mean, he could probably yeah. tell they're hungover. He could probably smell it. But also, but it's also possible. No, he, he says something about the strip oh, club. Oh, really? Oh, does it? Maybe he was well, there. I mean, I, <laughs> oh man he's in the back dude that would be great it's like I've been following you boys the whole time and then it's like fucking flashbacks and he's just everywhere just sipping whiskey behind him he's at the convenience store he's at all the house yeah. parties it's like the it follows ghost but it's John Voight <laughs> oh. man I would rather invite the it follows ghost over to my house for dinner than John Voight oh yeah more considerate um, it follows me much more considerate kill me quick definitely but they're still in the big championship game, so that's good news. Uh, they're just re- oh, this is the part. So he yells at Billy Bob, and he's like, "If it wasn't for you, you know, Paul Walker would still be playing." Which obviously is shitty because obviously it's John Foyt's fault. And you ruined my perfect season, he says to him. You know, and at uh, back at home, uh, we have the "I don't want your laugh" scene, which is great, fantastic. And the Absolutely, dad, the dad doesn't even have much to say about it. He's like, "Whatever." I don't know. Like, <laughs> well, he's great. doing the he's doing the same thing. He's like. Okay, we have to get, go over the plans of the game, and I'm like, what? What are the plans that have to go over? Are you going to tell him when you're going to move from Budweiser to Bush in the stands? What is the plan? Well, because <laughs> well, that's a great point. Because isn't the start of this? Uh, James Vanderbeek finds out he was accepted to Brown. Yes, yes. he gets a full a full scholarship to Brown. Ladies, and like the mom is ex- Yeah, the this mom is excited. The little. The little brother's excited. Yes. You know, Vanderbeek's excited. And the dad is just like, well, uh, Mox, you know, uh, yeah, Brown's really great and all, but we really got to concentrate on the strategy for tonight. And you're totally right. It's like, what is your strategy? And this is like, again, you're such a fucking loser, sir. Like, there's <laughs> no strategy for you. Your ass is sitting in the stands with everybody else. You have no strategy. You also, from what we're told, were a very shitty football player. So why should he take your advice anyway? Well, why don't we, why don't we go from Schlitz to Bush tonight? Maybe save some money for you to, for a congratulated dinner for Brown. Don't don't hate me, son. Please don't hate me. Uh, hey, hey, is Brown anywhere near Shittington, son? Are you going to a Shittington <laughs> college? You better not be I going to not shit- have. I will not have a Shittingtoner uh, <laughs> in my family. Do you understand me, boy? What was wrong with what university? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the kid, the little kid with all his funny religious bullshit comes in with the pig and he's like, oh, cool. Billy Bob gave me his pig. And James Vanderbeek's like, well, that's not right. <laughs> you know, it's so, you know. like, well, it's also fucking terrible because the kid's like, oh, yeah, you know, he said for you to have the pig because, you know, we'd know how to best take care of it. And yeah. it's like, 
oh man, the only way Billy Bob would be giving up this pig is if he was planning on committing suicide tonight. <laughs> Better go to the football field. Also, Billy Bob's been bringing these fucking pigs to parties. So we're on mm. pig number 16 or 17. That's, <laughs> that's you know yes, what? That's yes. a great detail they leave out. Which number pig is this? Well, because he's, yeah. he's, do, he's doing the thing where he's giving the pig beer. And I don't yep. know. Guys, Scott, I don't know. Scott Kahn is fucking it at least mm-hmm. once. <laughs> Maybe one. He and Billy Bob split a case of malt liquor. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I like Billy Bob would feed this thing bacon. Like, really would do yeah. shit oh, like that. I just oh, know that's it. fucked. I just up. know it. that's so yeah. fucked up. That pig is gonna be a fucking witness at Scott Con's trial. Man, he's gonna be part of the documentary. <laughs> true, he saw uh, it sir, all. Uh, Mr. Mr. Wigglesworth, can you please now uh, point in the direction of the man who slaughtered those young women? <laughs> <laughs> The tail straightened. Uh, let out. the record, <laughs> let the record reflect that the tail straightened in the direction of our two defendants. Now, Mr. Oinksworth, have you ever met uh, a man named Jaw Rule? He apparently had some hand in all of this. Yeah, uh, Act One: The Pig That Saw It All. Ira Glass. What they, don't uh, tell, what, they, what they don't tell you is that the pig was far too drunk to remember anything that night. Buy a tote bag. He was the the pig. The pig was far too drunk to get behind the wheel of that truck. <laughs> there's no way. There's no way, ladies and gentlemen. The pig was driving that truck that killed those girls. <laughs> the they cell don't. phone. The pig's cell phone records don't make sense with the towers that it hit. It just opens. <laughs> they don't breed pigs in Coyote Town. They have to bring them in <laughs> from Waven. But pigs uh, do come in, and one became the pet of a very very disturbed young man. Uh, Last fall I took a trip to Shittington (laughs) And I have to say The town is just as bad as they make it out to be It really lives up to its name New serial spinoff Essington (laughs) Oh yeah Is that is that, show, uh, is that by the way is that first podcast ever serial is that still around are they still doing seasons they no, haven't done they've do, they, like they've so. done like little spinoffy stuff but they haven't done a proper season in mm-hmm. years and look and, and uh, what season are we at boys <laughs> twelve twelve be twelve oh, that's legends right. that's right <laughs> but the uh, but so, the bus route that Billy Bob said he was on only goes through Poops Falls <laughs> <laughs> and may I remind you ladies and gentlemen. There is no Best Buy in Poops Falls. <laughs> uh, but, you know, uh, so Bill, it's it's a pretty emotional scene. I think that this is the, it's the saddest scene of the movie. This and, got me. This and he, he, he does a good job. Uh, what's this actor's name? I keep losing. I keep calling him Billy Bob. Uh, yeah. R.I.P. this guy's name. Yeah, yeah, he did pass away. His name was Ron Lester. Yes. And he does, you know, and, and it's sad because it's like, you know, he's just like, I want to win, but I can't. I feel so bad about all this stuff. He's just shooting all these trophies, the trophies and shit. Like it's like it's sad <sighs> because he's 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 turning his back on that life of his. It's also sad that he had them to begin with. <laughs> yes. yes, and also well, that's like, you know he's like this is most improved player at lineman camp. This is the championship when we were nine. Do you remember that when we were playing pee wee football and Vanderbeek's like, yeah, that's when it's fun. I mean, I think this movie, you know, for all its flaws, and there's plenty of them. The movie does a good job at addressing like the stresses put on like high school yes. athletes. I think in a way, like especially in this fucking Texas football culture. My goodness gracious! And yeah. uh, you know, not 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 for nothing though. Of course, he's got a gun. No problem, dude. Shotgun wherever <laughs> you need it. 
How old are yep, you? You're going to shotgun the shit out of that fucking football field is what he's doing. Yep. Oh, man, I, I sold a gun to one of my precious baby fucking <laughs> athletes today. I am so proud of myself. Oh, my God. I got to go to the hardware store. Get me one of them plaques that says I sold a gun to Billy Bob. <laughs> I kind of like the idea of like just like the way that a uh, 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 Mox like was trying to buy a soda and got like a six pack of beer instead. Like he, tried, <laughs> he tries to buy a mop and they hand him a gun. <laughs> That's just, I was just trying to clean my house, but this guy wants me to commit suicide Clean it with a gun. Are you stupid? Come on. <laughs> um, he talks him down and it's a nice scene. And like, well, cause the other part of it too, is like the fucking shit that Voight rammed into his head in the locker room is still playing in his head when he's like, you know, I fucking, I let the team down. I let Paul Walker yes. down, blah, blah, blah. And then Vanderbeek, you know, he's like, I was supposed to protect him, blah, blah, blah. And then Vanderbeek is like, well, now I'm the quarterback and I need you to protect me. You know, it's a, it's a truly nice moment. It yeah. is. But the, the, that, that, that cuts to <laughs> go ahead. No, but then the next day, like Billy Bob's got the pig back and he's like, I'm back, baby. And it's like, nah, dude, you need to talk to somebody like pretty regularly for a little while. I talk, but it's just, not even, I mean, sure, that like, yeah, all these characters <laughs> fucking reset like cartoon characters. Exactly. Absolutely. You're absolutely you right. Are, you but, are nine hours away from taking your own life, FYI. <laughs> absolutely. But here's the thing. It's not, like it would be one thing if like the movie went from that scene directly to, which is what you're talking about, yeah. Steve, when Billy Bob is like, hey, I got the CAT scan and I'm fine. I don't have a brain bleed and whatever. Yeah. That's one thing. But this movie has this big emotional scene. It's the most successfully dramatic scene in the movie. And then it cuts like you get fucking whiplash because the next scene is the little brother starting the cult. Oh, right. Yes, exactly. And it's just like, what are you fucking doing? It's like cutesy poo. And it's like, no, dude, we just we just had an emotional scene. And the movie's almost over. Yep, totally. There was a pseudo suicide attempt, almost like total emotional breakdown, and now it's like, oh look, hun, he created a cult. <laughs> oh, what? You, you weren't you weren't emotionally moved by this. This was so good, like a a kid alienated from his family, his loser father and drunkard uh, <laughs> mother, and then he just he finds his followers. Okay, come on, let's give the kid some some credit here. What's wild too is that's a long line of boys that this kid is fucking yeah. hoarding in <laughs> yes. the house, man. You want to talk about another another fucking documentary pretty soon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely, dude. I found them all at the bus station. <laughs> They're calling it what was Kid Apocalypse. <laughs> Kid Apocalypse. <laughs> what was great about making this documentary series was that it was in the same town, so I already knew the best places to stay and eat. Yeah, Kid Apocalypse and HBO Max original. <laughs> oh, dude, I would watch every every episode yeah. of this Kid Apocalypse. This still is just like um, those like two little baby shoes, and you're like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> wow, you, you see the poster for Kid Apocalypse? This is those two little baby shoes. Wow, what happened? G- great market. HBO has done it again. <laughs> The real water cooler show, Kid Apocalypse. They, ha- they haven't even gotten to the baby shoes yet, and we're on episode three. Uh, but you know, uh, so like the the idea is like it's, it's the big game. It's the big fucking game, and Kilmer is putting pressure on them. He says it's forty eight minutes for the next forty eight years of your life, which is like, hey, you know, like not, not only the- if only if you want to live like Al Bundy, exactly. Yes. Um, 
and they don't they do okay they do okay in the first half but they're still behind and you know uh, that's not good enough for coach kilmer so he's giving them a bunch of shit and this is when oh and uh in the he, the uh wendell gets the big touchdown but then also uh sprains his ankle or some such or shit he gets like a cramp or something yes. yeah so he's going to go into the locker room and he's about to get the shot as they're saying and this is what everybody turns on him and paul walker shows up and also is like you ruined my life it's fucking great this scene of all these guys turning on him this fucking football team mutiny is so awesome and i really love uh like fucking john voight tries to strangle James Vanderbilt oh, in this locker room. Yeah. Dude, was, it is fucking hilarious. Was it just before this when he's like, you know, I could mess with your transcripts. Oh, dude, Goodbye yes. Goodbye to yep. Brown. Which, because that's, it's a, it's a little bit, it's before the game and he's like, he basically says like, he's reminding him again that they're a running team. We're not going to throw this football and if you do, I will ruin your life. I, I mean, you can't, I mean, so like Brown University is like, well, this uh, shitheel uh, fucking uh, whatever football coach said that he didn't graduate, so I guess he didn't graduate. Oh, it wouldn't there. matter. It's an empty no, exact. threat. It's a yeah, totally yeah. empty threat. But they make him uh, like and- too much. Oh, like at this point, you should be Gaddafiing him. Like honestly, yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. honestly, Please. like he, he's so villainous at this point, and everybody hates him. It's great because it's just like John Voight in real life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess that's the one good thing about having John Voight. Like, Angelina Jolie must have this beautiful supercut of all of these scenes of her fucking dad getting his comeuppance. Like, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he's always that character. And then, like, you have all Ray Donovan where he's just getting the <laughs> shit beat out of him all the time. Oh, is that right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's just a total old scumbag oh. in it. It's wonderful. <laughs> why Why have a therapist if you could just watch your dad get the shit kicked out of him? Like, why uh, bother? That's true. On tap. <laughs> totally. You have that shit on, on tap. On tap. <laughs> you got the, you go watch the anaconda scene over and over again. <laughs> totally. You just fucking put this DVD on on Christmas Eve and masturbate for hours. <laughs> so uh, what happens next, right, is like uh, Amy Smart's like, you're a whiner, Mox. Be a hero. And then Mox yeah. is like, heroes win. What 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 if I lose? Yeah, and this is um, the, yeah, but this is when the mutiny happens, and he tries to choke out James Vanderbeek. Really funny scene, and basically, uh, Vanderbeek's like, "The only way we're going back out there is if you don't come out with us." And it's like, uh, yep. Void is like, "No way, I have control of this team." He goes out to the the whatever the hallway, and no one follows him, and that's when he realizes he's lost. And you know, Dude, he, this is so great because he fucking walks out of this locker room like nothing's wrong and he's clapping like, yeah, here we go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And dude, that door closes behind him and he has that realization. Like, it's a great shot right here of this dude realizing his life's over. Oh, I love it. I had to pause. Well, it I don't know if his life is over. Just be like, oh, I, you know what? Oh, sorry. Sorry. I missed the second half of the game, folks. I had diarrhea, uh, but uh, we won a championship. So another Another one for me. I Congratulations. Mean, he could grin and bear it. The end voiceover says he never coaches again. I mean, he could at least go to Shittington and coach. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, he would rather die than coach <laughs> Shittington, dude. <laughs> and die he does eventually, I guess. <laughs> Vanderbeek gives like a, a pretty decent, like rousing speech yeah. instead. You know, I say, fuck that. Mm-hmm. which is a kind of great mm-hmm. line. And, you know, let's be heroes is what he said. These dudes are fucking amped up. And then in comes 
the absolute biggest mystery of this movie. Uh, and I'll just put it out there. We can figure out what's going on here. But Steve, why is there not a single assistant coach? On this <laughs> that is an team? excellent. Ex- you see one earlier. <laughs> like, I think like when he's not giving the right plays or whatever. Also, I'm curious. Yes. Where does John Voight's headset go? Because it doesn't go to James Vanderbeek. Oh, uh, I'm really curious. Paul Walker's wearing yes, it. He is. Oh, OK. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. Paul Walker's got one on there. Because now Paul Walker's but again, learning to coach oh, no, no, the no, team. So. No, I mean, like, who's, who is he talking to on the other? Who is oh, anyone that's that the question. talking to? He's just listening to the radio. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I think maybe Paul Walker has a concussion. That fucking headset's not even plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> who's he talking to? <laughs> like, what? Uh, but, yeah, like there's, yeah, you're right. No assistant coach. There's no up. coaching staff. Yeah, well, I mean... It is kind of nice, if only because, yeah, we're told that Paul Walker, you know, from that moment got into like he realized he could coach and like, you know, totally kept his life going being a coach. It's really great. But like you have multiple coaches on a football. Like when I played football, it was, you know, nowhere near, you know, where we grow up. It was like it was big, but it's not Texas football big. And we had a very large coaching staff. Like, sure. These motherfuckers down there. Have a mass, you know, like probably to rival NFL teams or college teams. Offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators, all sorts of people. Special teams coaches. Where the fuck is that guy? (laughs) You know, like all of this, they just all vanish. And like the kid powerness of this movie comes in here hard. And the kids are just coaching the team. Oh, uh, Coach Kilmer, could you? uh, Yeah, your offensive line is very, very uh, impressive. Could you tell us uh, who uh, is in your defensive teams and who is your assistant? Oh, yeah, I I hired ghosts. (laughs) They're all ghosts. You can't see them. None of them. Uh, I don't think offense is what wins games, you see. So the other (laughs) stuff ain't that important. No, I'm not talking to anybody. I'm talking to my dead wife on my headset, is what I'm doing. (laughs) Yeah, offensive wins games. Like, fuck shit. Damn it. Nina, Nina, do you want them to block? Okay, Nina says we're going to block. We're going to block. Yeah, yeah, block it. <laughs> My dead wife says get out there and block the punt. Uh, Dude, no. there is a my, my, a... my dead wife says uh, we want to do a wheel route. Wheel route, says my dead wife. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. My dead wife says let's go shitting to <laughs> Yep, uh, inside this headphones, uh, I got a, a, a broken up widget board. Just all inside. <laughs> David, of- quit joking with me about Shittington. Now quit pretending to be my dead wife. Get on out of there, David. So my Ouija board friend, David, lives in my headset, too. Doesn't know shit about football because he died in 1867. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I should introduce Nina and David. Nina, David, <laughs> we're going to be working together. <laughs> That's yeah, that's right. There's a big ghost party hanging on my headset right now. Uh, it's fucking great. Also, massive LOL to the cut of John Voight in his office packing up his shit. Yeah, it's, it's fucking fun. great. <laughs> It'd be and great. he looks. You know what? This movie's so big anyway. Have him hang himself in the office. That's sure. rule, right? absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. We like, we're not pulling punches anywhere else. Let's let's go for it. Here, hang folks. yourself off your statue's hand. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> totally. <laughs> Did we mention the uh, the big winning move? Right, they get Billy Bob in and uh, Scott Con and uh, well, Billy Bob like just smashes people, and then Scott Con yeah. just like hits the ball down. 
Yeah, well, they block the punt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tell me. Tell me the big. technical terms, please. <laughs> well, no. What? The, so what they're doing here, Eric, is and it's you know it's a tough situation. There's you know, a few precious seconds left in the game, and the team who is currently in the lead by less than a touchdown is about to punt the ball away, and so the what are they the fucking cougars or the coyotes the, is the main team the coyotes thank you the coyotes will then have a chance to like catch the ball and return it down but odds are they will be tackled much farther away than if they can block the punt and so they're in their scoring range already it's very yeah. hard to block punts but this is what happens billy bob is like i'm going to block this don't worry about it coach paul walker they block the punt and it sets the team up to be in striking distance of their own end zone to score. So very hard move, but they pull it off here. And again, this is a great, like the clock's running out. They do a pass at one point and he's like, God damn it, Scott Khan, you got to get out of bounds to stop the clock. He doesn't, he gets tackled and stays in bounds. So the clock is still running. This is where he fucking tosses the football against that cowboy's head, knocks him off the horse. And all I could think about was that itchy and scratchy land joke where the guy's just like, all I wanted to do was entertain <laughs> in the fucking scratchy yeah, suit that, or that whatever. Dude's the suit. I mean, there's one thing to hit a mascot in the face. It's pretty bad to do that. Knocking somebody off a horse. That dude could be paralyzed. Exactly. Absolutely. He could be stopped. He kind of just death. gets up. You see him. You see him dust off his cowboy hat like stupid son of a bitch. If you weren't a goddamn Texas high school football star, I'd kill you. I respect you because of the sanctity of football, sir. <laughs> also, though, you're doing this like to the opposing teams like mascot guy. There'd be a fucking riot. In the oh, stands, abs- absolutely. Ch- the conference championship game. Oh, yeah. Those people would start going ape shit. Yeah, it's, um, it's Mox's big like triumphant moment, and just in the background, you see the cowboy coming behind him with like about to strangle him. <laughs> razor wire, <laughs> or piano wire. Uh, but then, yeah, the big the big play that they do to win the game is this like trick play that James Vanderbeek has been trying to like have them practice when they're in practice and John Voigt like keeps, we're not doing any of that silly shit. We're a running team, blah, blah, blah. And you know, it's, it's a scotch mighty ducks or whatever, but it's, you know, James Vanderbeek tosses it to Scott Kahn. I think it's Scott Kahn or maybe some other guy. And then Scott Kahn does a, a lateral pass back to Billy Bob and And Billy Bob. We've set this up because he's never caught it before. The play's never worked. And of course it works. Uh, yep. yeah, this movie's kind of like uh, Muddy Ducks with titties, I think is the idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's how right. it was pitched, actually. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, right. I got a new movie coming out for you. I want this. Here's a script I wrote. It's like Mighty Ducks, but with titties. <laughs> <laughs> Here's $2 million for they, uh, screenplay. Yeah, they, uh, they play uh, hockey in Texas, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Hey, they do that? Yeah. yeah. It's a big, uh, stars. big, big hockey team uh, town, isn't it? Yeah, that Texas. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but you know, this Billy Bob winning this, it's always, it's cool seeing a lineman have a victory like this. Never in these movies does the lineman get to win the game because linemen don't traditionally score points or anything. So like kind of neat. I don't know. I was a lineman. So I guess that's why I kind of connect to it. uh, (laughs) Fair enough. Pretty. And, and, and this is the fucking funny thing of like Billy Bob's got like four of these kids on his back and he's still just fucking crawling down the field. They don't, you know, they don't get him down until you know, he's in the end zone, but it is hilarious watching this guy carry like three different dudes on his back at the same time. The trick is to try to try to pull his pants off because that'll <laughs> yep. that, that'll distract him. Pants just, him. 
Try that's to do just that like while it's just doing it. it's it's what you did do to, uh, to King Hippo and Punch Out, dude. His pants <laughs> fell down. That's true. He got yeah. all embarrassed about it, and then he let his guard down. He's got the that trick. bandaid over his belly button. You got to hit it. Um, <laughs> uh, what was so the deal with that? And that's what was what going on him. there. Where his guts, but were his guts going to fall out of his body if he? Uh, no, he, took he that just off? Had, he just had a belly button ring that he just didn't want to show people. So. Oh, sure, you don't want that to get ripped out in combat. Yeah, whatnot. for sure. Yeah, got it. Let's keep it safe. It. But he liked he liked the party on the weekends. <laughs> um, Definitely. And, and then there's just the stand by me ending, and that's fine. You know what I mean? Which is not even yeah. really... St- it's like, oh, you know, Billy Bob cried because he's a bit of a crier. And, you know, uh, uh, Tweeter drank because he's a bit of a drink. No, I want to know what happens to these people. Like, where is <laughs> exactly. where does and Billy Bob end up? Then I wrote the amazing book, Friday Night Lights, which... We- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I feel like if you did that though, Steve, like realistically, it was like Billy Bob works at the bait and tackle. Oh, Tweeter, he's a bartender sometimes, yeah. but he's also over here at the hardware store. Yeah. Like it, it would just all be sad. like Yeah. Yeah, because they all, you know, that's the kind of the really those the sad ending, right? As if James Vanderbeek were to be like, Well, me and Amy Smart got away to Brown, but everybody else, they're still there and they all hate themselves and their lives and their kids. And you know what, everybody? The vicious cycle continues. Thanks for reading. Bye bye. Yeah, 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 I, I, I wrote the book uh, Satan's Playground about Tweeter's adventures <laughs> and la- latter arrest. Yeah, yeah. You could be realistic. You would need more of an Animal House like yeah. ending. Like, yeah, yeah. A Tweeter is uh, it now uh, it under indictment senator. Yeah, uh, for the great state of yep. Texas, mm. or Billy Bob opened a, p- a pig rescue sanctuary, or one something. of them has to get the. Uh, he died in Afghanistan, shot by his own <laughs> troops, or whatever. Absolutely, oh, yeah. <laughs> totally get the need of yes. We didn't see uh, that. Here's coming. one thing that should have happened, and it doesn't, and it pisses me off because all you get is the shot of John Voigt walking down, you know, to his car, like with the box in his hand from the office and the big statue right there. And this is where James Vanderbeek is like, oh yeah, you know, Kilmer never coached again. You need to see these kids pulling that statue down like it was the statue of Saddam Hussein. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like that thing needs to be pulled down. Someone puts a fucking rope or a chain around its neck, ties it to the back of Billy Bob's pickup truck and they pull that statue right mm-hmm. down. Fuck that guy. God damn. Fuck him. Fuck you, Coach <laughs> Kilmer. Piece of shit. And the last line of the, <laughs> this last line of this movie is so terrible. And it's almost like a goddamn commercial for the admissions department. And because Vanderbeek is like, and me? Well, I'm a graduate from Brown University. <laughs> Good gra- Lottie fucking da, dude. Congratulations. Yeah. Totally. Like, it's just a really I- we need the Animal House ending. You guys are totally right. I need, uh, uh, yeah, I uh, 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 graduated from Brown. Uh, I got a master's in reading. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm a big reader now. Professional reader. That's what I do for a living. I had a former boss that was a Brown graduate. Total piece of shit. Total ass. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are people who aren't pieces of shit from nah, Brown, just to be clear. Nah, but I don't, I don't know. The whole Ivy League, you can shove it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a there's a good friend of mine who oh, okay. went to Brown and, and she's all right. Uh, all, you know. Know, I'm sure. <laughs> Eric Eric just really wants to bring back College Boy. What's College Boy? Trying, yeah, <laughs> as an calling someone College Boy. Oh yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're just mad that all four of us went to a state school, dude. That's just you know, <laughs> yeah. it's fine. It's fine. It irreversibly <laughs> changed my life forever. It would be great if I went. 
then I went to SUNY Purchase, and then I had a lot, <laughs> somehow still a lot of debt. I don't know how that worked out, but uh, <laughs> oh well, because he was out of state, dude. They oh, fucked the- those kids the worst, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> uh, but that's the end of the motion picture. Uh, final thoughts and recommendations, Steve Sadak. We'll start with you. I would not recommend this movie. I think it just it, it doesn't age terribly well. I also think that like. It's just kind of a pat sports movie. You're probably better off watching Friday Night Lights or, you know, the TV show, the movie or the TV show to get what this is trying to do. And it's just sort of like a mess tonally. Like it just scene after scene just kind of doesn't add up to much of anything at all. So fun, (laughs) fun soundtrack. Although I will say, speaking of soundtracks, they play uh, Hero by Foo Fighters twice in this movie. And that's that's a crime. You got you got to you got to pick your spots, folks. (laughs) One once per movie. It definitely, you know, lessens the effect the second time around. Exactly, yeah. Mundo. <laughs> uh, Chris Cabin. Uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I guess I have to do a light recommend because I did watch it a bunch when I was younger, uh, but it's not very good. Uh, coming back <laughs> to it, it's not very good. Uh, I also, I, I'm not sure if James Vanderbeek works as a lead in a movie. No, I don't I mean, know if that. I like him. That's the thing is, I like yes. him quite a bit, and I think he has. Uh, uh, presence, not presence, Eric. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he just never, it never really paid off in the movies. It, it paid off pretty well on TV for a while. But yeah, I don't know. It just, this movie made me feel very bleh. And that's interesting. I could see like maybe swapping Walker and Vanderbeek and see yes. what that is. Yeah, that might be it. Um, so yeah, I'm all, I'm going to echo what Steve said. I'm not going to uh, recommend it. I understand why people uh, may like it. Uh, it's first time for me, so it's a little weird. Um, but the tonal stuff and yeah, Vanderbeek maybe is not up to snuff. And um, but I, you know what? I get it. I get I get it, and I don't get it. So take that for <laughs> what what you will. Sure. Yeah, I, you know, it's a light recommend for me. Uh, you know, I this movie came out while I was playing high school football, so it was on a lot at various engagements and whatnot. And like, yeah, looking back on it, it's not a great movie. I mean, if you haven't seen it, you're going to know whether or not you'll be able to tolerate it just from this conversation. So, like, you know, check it out if you think you would would enjoy it. And, you know, if you don't and especially if you don't care about football and whatever, like definitely don't bother watching it because it's talked about in literally every scene of the movie indeed um but that's it that is varsity blues from 1999 directed by chud Two, bud the chud legend brian robbins uh if you want more we hate movies of course check out the patreon which is patreon.com slash we hate movies we got a lot going on there this month uh including a we love movies episode on the christopher nolan film memento Ooh, the, the breakout hit it's a good one, yes. folks. That's right. We got that going on. And then uh, we uh, have, uh, you know, and we're recording this in advance, so I don't know what's out when. But uh, safe to say, pretty big uh, guy coming up on the Gleep Glossary this month. There, That's right. Know. Pretty big, pretty handsy, maybe sort of like Tweeter <laughs> was in this movie. Of course, yes, I'm talking about General Grievous. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> the, the robot man who had a lot of hands and lightsabers and said stuff in Attack of the Clones. We will be discussing the life and times of General Grievous on our Patreon. Mm-hmm. There and, you go. Uh, a pound puppies on Animation Damnation. That's going to be exciting. God damn. Featuring Mr. Ernie Hudson. So there's something there. Uh, yeah. yeah. Hey, little synergy. 
<laughs> on your podcast. Pound puppies. <laughs> on your podcast. Pound puppies on your podcast. <laughs> Pound puppy podcast. Well, that's extraordinary. extraordinary. <laughs> <laughs> so until next week with, I just want to say pound puppies, but what are we talking about actually, Oh, uh, we're actually I, talking. I skipped that. Like, hang on, I'm going to do that all over. <laughs> Uh, but that's all the Patreon stuff. God damn, I love Ernie Hudson so much. Uh, but here on the main feed, uh, We Hate Movies Season 12 rolls on. Uh, what's going on next week, Steve? It's been an oft-talked-about episode. It's going to finally film, anyway. It's going to finally be an episode, Single White Female, with uh, guest uh, Jordane Searles coming back to the show. There we yeah. go. Been a long time since we've had her on. It was back in the Pirates days of quarantine. <laughs> yeah, uh, are indeed. And if I recall, I'm thinking of the right movie here. Tobo, spectacular death in this film. Boy, yeah. I believe. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't know if he died. Oh, but wait, he's definitely. Yeah, he's kind of. Yeah. He's not a nice guy. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I could have sworn he got murdered in this movie. No, you're th- you, I think you're thinking of Stephen Weber, my friend. Woo-hoo. Oh, geez, I think you know what. I think you're totally right. Mm-hmm. But you know what? This is going to be a great rewatch. So until next week with single white female, I'm Andrew Jupin, Stephen Sadak, Eric Siska, Chris Gavin. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast.